I'm Ben, as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Today the topic is um, is vampires. El Vampiro, Das Vampire. Um, There's a lot of names to them, in all fairness. Gangrel. <laughs> Gangrel? Uh, I met him. Did you? The famous, well, air quotes, famous 90s wrestler Gangrel at um, Oakengate's Theatre after a show. And, um, he's got to be getting on a bit now, hasn't he? Yeah, and it was a bit sad to see him there. And I remember I said to him, he's doing pictures with the kids, and I was pretending it was for my nephew. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah my, of nephew, course. my nephew didn't know who the fuck he was, but I was like, trust me, he used to be on TV. Anyway, I said to him, I can't believe you're here in my shitty little town, man. This must be so weird for you. And he's like, looked at me with all the weight of the world on his shoulders, and he says, I seen much worse, kid. <laughs> so. There you go, Telford has a real-life vampire's seal of approval. Uh, and I've met Ted Hankey, the darts player. The Count. The Count. Or as he's also known... Fuck me. <laughs> and he lives in Telford. But there's a theme going here. I met a vampire in Telford, you met a Count. I haven't met anyone vampiric. Oh. You haven't met a Viscount. No. I want, I want, <laughs> I want a Viscount. Look at that, how poisoned and yeah, no. the advert hasn't been on television. <laughs> good 20 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's... Burrowed into your consciousness. It is, yeah. Do they even still make Viking biscuits? Fuck knows. I'd, I'd eat one, right? Yeah, I'd go for a Viking biscuit. They were nice. Um, so, so, yeah. yeah. Should <laughs> we do the weird news? Yes, welcome to the Weekly World News. Weird well, that's news. That's probably copyrighted, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Weird news. Yeah. From the above. The boys from the above. Mike. Mike. got Mike. You're up. Woman who could hear God talking to her turned out to have a brain tumour. <laughs> Can we get every religious person checked for that? <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, yeah. so believe what she, you want to believe. It's was just... she gutted or happy? Yeah, that's the main thing, actually. Well, yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> a woman who claimed she could hear God talking to her turned out to have a brain tumour. The woman had become convinced she was able to hear the Lord speaking with her and even started self-harming after hearing the voice. Oh, so it wasn't a good thing, then? No, definitely not. The unnamed woman came to the attention of researchers at the University of Bern, Switzerland. It was initially thought that she was mentally ill, but something mm. did not seem right to the researchers. They scanned her with an MRI machine and discovered she had a tumour growing in her brain, which is well, unfortunate. Did she, um, I hope she survived. Did she? I'm struggling to make jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try and get a laugh about a brain tumour. I don't know, let's mock religion for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy target. Well, well, this is interesting, is it, because I've watched uh, something called Through the Wormhole. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It's a science uh, documentary series. And there was one where they, they put this sort of hat on and stimulated a part of the brain. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was sort of like the bit which made people religious. Oh, right, yes. People that activated this part of the brain thought that they were either talking to God or seeing images. Well, religious figures and. I've taken some mushrooms that have made me feel pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty close to God. 
Uh, sorry, I'm struggling to make humour out of this. As we um, know, as we know, yeah. religion's bullshit because Gaz's cold wasn't cured by that insane evangelical woman. Yeah, which... absolute horse. Well, no, we came to the conclusion that either God's not real or he just doesn't give a fuck about my day-to-day. But she's promising you that he does. Well, she promised. She really did promise. Well, yeah, it's it's empirical evidence. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Well, the Professor of Psychiatric Neuroscience, Sebastian Walter said the tumour was located on a network that is vital for speech perception, um, so that's why she heard voices. That was responsible for the religious feelings. Ah. Well, well I'm glad she's... Well, is she OK? Sorry. Yeah, did she survive? The current condition of the woman is not known. Oh, fucking hell. How can you do the article and then say whether she lives or not? That's terrible. Bit yeah. harsh, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so I'm on a cliffhanger now. I'm going to be looking out for a follow-up. I was going to say, is she OK? But Richard Hartley Parkinson, who wrote the article, first of all, what a wanker name. Yeah. Hartley Parkinson. And you've done half a fucking job. The current condition of the woman is not known. Find out. Track her down. You, well, you can get an interview. You can get a quote off the fucking leading neuroscientist, but you can't ask him whether she's all right. Jeez. Yeah, but this this is interesting because it it it, it argues for is um, the belief in God something that's created in the brain? Well, yeah, it's oh, a yeah, Everything's in the brain, isn't it? Well, n- well, no, they believe God is a separate entity, don't they? Oh, but whether or not you believe in him's in your brain, isn't it? <laughs> it God in your brain. Well, yeah, obviously. No, he doesn't live in your brain. It isn't mine. <laughs> but when, you, when you had mushrooms, for example, mm-hmm. this woman unfortunately had a brain tumour. Other people... I know it's one I'd prefer. <laughs> <laughs> other people have had that hat on, which stimulated the, the part of their, their brain. Mm. You know, is the concept of God a human concept inside? Yeah, of course it is. We need to believe in something higher well, than ourselves. That's, that's that's a question, a, there you go. That's, that's or is God real? No. Well, obviously, <laughs> half, the pop, half the world's population disagree with you. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on then. <laughs> I believe in the Transformer God, Primus. I saw and you. I am allowed to, and you will respect my belief. <laughs> can I just share? Sorry, can I share a real-world conversation with the with the listeners? Ben was fucking trolling me yesterday. I didn't troll you. It was a genuine <laughs> question. I'm walking along, happy as Larry. I've just been to the shops to get a couple of beers, you know, and I'm. Um, Cheekily trying to down a beer before I get back to my girlfriend and her children. That's not a reflection on them. That's a reflection on me. And then, and then I get this text from Ben. Gaz, if a Transformer dies, could you still use his body as a regular car? Respectfully, of course. Yeah. <laughs> could you use it as a hearse? Well, yeah. What if it's an ambulance? to be saving lives. <laughs> and I said to Ben... It's basically like asking a devout Christian if you can use their coffin as a fucking bob sled. Ben said, that explains why I'm not allowed in church anymore. So, you are not respecting my right to identify as a transformer. Because you're not. I am. Well, on another subject, I've had a... Well, it's not another subject. I had a really scary thought the other day, because I do love transformers very, very much. And obviously it's got the word trans in the name. If in about ten years all these... Fucking cross-dressing little rainbow-haired ten-year-olds get to about seventeen and they're like, "I want the Transformers banned because it is an insult to me," and they have to change the freaking name to Changey Robots or something. <laughs> oh, then you'll see 
me protest. <laughs> then you'll see me take affirmative action and hit those streets. I will march. <laughs> nice to see what fires you up, Gaz. But the question still remains, could I do that? <laughs> no, because I don't run on normal... They haven't got, like, combustion engines. They've got Cybertronian parts and engines. They don't work, like, cog... They haven't got, like, spark plugs and... Transformer bits. No, you can't use it. Oh. I thought but you meant, can you bob say in coffins? <laughs> oh, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you can do that. It depends who died. As long it. as you remember to kiss the lucky egg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You're dead, man. Yeah, man. No, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Is that a cool runnings record? It was. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Wow. <laughs> On a that. vampire episode. <laughs> I see pride. I see power. <laughs> Sorry. Let's move on. Yeah. Any more news? So, brain tumours might be the cause of God. Maybe. Okay, American tourist overdoses on Viagra and strolls through airport naked, yelling and throwing feces. <laughs> when I saw this, I thought, that's for the show. Uh, you saw it as well. Yeah. A oh. naked American tourist was wrestled to the ground at an airport after reportedly uh, overdosing on Viagra and strolling around naked. Steve Cho... He's said to have wandered through the departure hall of Fuck It International Airport. <laughs> and he had a hard on in Fuck It. <laughs> oh dear. Thailand destroying goods and yelling incoherently before throwing his own feces at staff and terrified oh. members of the public. <laughs> wow. 27. The 27 year old from New York was eventually stopped by six security guards and airport staff before being arrested by the airport's tourist police at 11. 30 p.m. Why six security guards? What the hell is? Do you have the six? Well, I suppose he was hard. Onlooker one. Can I get the crown for you that? <laughs> First King of puns. King of puns. Well done. Thank you. Onlooker Wani Ming, 28. <laughs> <laughs> said this was the scariest and most disgusting thing I've ever saw. I ever saw at an airport. I stayed away from the man in case he attacked anybody. Ah. <laughs> Don't be afraid. It's only, it's only love. It's only <laughs> love myself. The poo's a bit out of line. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit out of line. Yeah. How does what? What did he do? Like snort a thousand Viagra's? What was he doing? How did he take? Because I would have assumed an overdose on Viagra just meant like you didn't go down a, a dangerous erection that lasted yeah. for a very long time. I didn't think it would send you fucking mental and you'd end up slinging your shit in the room. Maybe well, it's just so like, I am tired of this erection! All the blood has gone from his brain. <laughs> 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 so he's got turned, his hung like a fucking horse. He's a mandingo. He's thrown his feces. That's right, they were so scared. <laughs> he's so thrown his feces because he's regressed. <laughs> he's regressed on the evolutionary just, ladder, is that what you're saying? He uh, just jumped up on the checking desk. <laughs> <laughs> With his giant fucking baboon boner. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's oh, great. Man. Yeah, alright. Wow, Viagra's off the list. Oh, this was a good one. Is 14 legged killer squid found two miles beneath Antarctica being weaponised by Putin? This <laughs> is in the Sunday Express. Yeah, but it's a bit of a shit rag. It's isn't a bit it? of a shit rag. Well, I mean, what kind of headline is that? It's probably true. A killer giant squid that can hypnotise its prey and paralyse humans at distance of 150 feet using poisonous venom has been developed as a secret weapon by Vladimir Putin, a scientist has claimed. Alright, can I just point out, there are two jobs you don't want. 
right? <laughs> one is in Jurassic World, you don't want to be the guy in the raptor cage. You don't want to be Chris Pratt in the raptor cage, yeah? Yeah, agreed. You also don't want to be the guy who's going to go down into the sea and train that fucking killer squid <laughs> to do exactly what you want it to do. Especially if he can hypnotise you. <laughs> hypnotise you and then smash you with poisonous venom. Right? You don't want to be that guy, do you? If he can hypnotise you, you can hypnotise you to drink the venom yourself. Oh, like, yeah, that's a good point. Just like, oh, this looks, this looks like a tasty beverage. <laughs> <laughs> so does this mean that there's no a, um, a killer squid gap? Between Russia and the West. Yeah, gonna I'm not going to happen unless we get our own killer squids. It's going to be a squid war. Squidward. Squid war. Well. Dr. Padalka said the squid, which was discovered in a freshwater lake, trapped beneath two miles of ice, possessed an array of weapons and was responsible for the death of at least two of his scientific colleagues on the expedition. Fuck me, that's like a comic book. Yeah. It's Han that- Solo and Chewie, isn't it? Going <laughs> after giant octopus things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we encountered organism 46B on our first day. It disabled our radio, which we later learned to our alarm was, was intentional. How is it fucking disabling the radio? What's it? Is that what it could hypnotise the radio operator? Shit. It is also able to paralyse prey for a distance of up to 150 feet by releasing its venom into the water. Tragically, my colleague and lifelong friend was killed this way. <laughs> lifelong friend! <laughs> he tread water wearing a blissful smile as the organism approached him. Oh no. Well, was he treading water if he was paralysed? It didn't paralyse him, it, it hypnotised him. Oh. Oh, I get. Oh, it does say paralysed, doesn't it? Yeah. Why well, call it Organism 46 fucking B? That sounds horrific. We watched, helpless, we watched helplessly yeah. as it used its arms to tear off its head. Off its head now, not even yeah, his. Yeah, whoever wrote this article is not doing well. Then popped its remains in its mouth. It was as if it had hypnotised him telepathically. Well, how can you train something that can hypnotise you telepathically? Is, is Putin just going to airdrop it onto, <laughs> onto Washington? Or breed shitloads of these. Can we read the next paragraph, please? The 33-foot-long man-eater also boasts extraordinary camouflage that help it, helped it stalk the researchers, including shape-shifting. Lizards! <laughs> That fucking octopus is a pedo. <laughs> shape-shifting interdimensional fucking weirdo. It shaped, it shaped itself into the form of a human diver. Fuck. Wouldn't you know that, like... Hey, what's that bloke doing over there? He's not one of us. He's, is he with us? No, he's not with us. What the fuck's he doing out here? Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> he looks so welcoming. <laughs> yeah. No! I can't think of a Russian name. Yet. Petrov! <laughs> Petrov, no! We thought it was one of my colleagues swimming towards us in scuba gear. By the time the closest scientist oh, had realised what it was, it had grabbed him and torn him to bits. I misread that for a second and thought it said tore him to balls. He revealed the octopus could also use its tentacles to kill even after they had been hacked off its body. And so they oh, were fighting this off. thing hand to hand? Remote controlled. So you've cut its tentacle off and left it behind and then it starts coming after you like yeah. in Doc Ock's arms in Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that's what it says. Dr. Padalka claimed another of his colleagues were killed by a tentacle many hours after slicing off with an axe. What? He said later that night it slithered across the ice bank and strangled Oh, him. fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go bullshit on this. Fuck this is the, the thing is, listeners, right, the Sunday Express is is seen by many people in Britain... As a reputable paper, if you're a, a small mind, you, you would take your news from this. And th- After oh, five God. days battling the animal. <laughs> five days? <laughs> I, I know Russians are tough, but I don't. no one's fighting 
a bunch of scientists, a bunch of pen pushers, are not fighting a giant 33-foot-long octopus with axes for five yeah, but, days. But the Russian equivalent of a pen pusher is the sort of man who like, carries an axe in his pants. Like, yeah. well, I suppose so. his pubes with a sword. <laughs> Dr. Padalka fled the country and raised the alarm this week after he claimed to have discovered Mr. Putin's plans to use the animal as a military weapon. Oh, sweet banana. Oh, Christ. He warned these plans and any possible plans to breed more of these creatures could prove devastating. He said some species of octopus lay 200,000 eggs. Imagine if they were deposited in reservoirs and lakes across North America. Now, if this isn't red baiting on the fucking most maddest scale, you know, Putin is trying to control psychic octopuses. Why would you... Even want to breed 200,000 33 foot long giant squids that can hypnotize you, shape shift, and paralyze you. They take over the world! Exactly! <laughs> what are you Look. doing, Putin? Think about it, man! It's Skynet all over again, except octopuses. Look, re- read the first comment. Um, and I'll put on a, a Daily Express voice. It's no wonder people are abandoning the traditional old newspaper media in favour of internet based news. When drivel like this is served up, I have tried to find out any kind of credible source for any sort of this quote-unquote news story, but there is none, of course. Do you think someone was just high and needed a fucking article or something? I, this is like Who a wrote plot the article? to a shit comic book. We're going to have to give him credit for it. I'm going to tweet him. Joey Miller? Oh, Do you know that... That's remember so that. Do you t- know what, what I've just said? That this sounds like a shit comic book. The way his surname is spelled Miller, uh, fuck, I can't think of his first name now, but one of the most successful, famous comic book writers in the world, his surname is spelt like that, Miller. Yeah. Miller, but people, Miller. Uh, so maybe it's his brother or a pseudonym. <laughs> well, that's got to be cockwash bollocks, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah. I hope so. Anyway, I don't fucking like octopus. Anyway, they're creepy as it fucking is. I like the one that predicts the football results. He's great. He's dead now, I think. Oh, man. Oh, man, you just brought me well down. <laughs> he was killed by a Russian scientist. Also, it should be it should be pointed out that I'm looking at the articles at the side of this, this main newspaper. Number one, beyond any shadow of a doubt, North Korea to start World War Three triggering rapture in April. <laughs> oh, for f- Number two, Nostradamus 2018 predictions, World War Three in disaster, but survivors could live to 200. Ooh. Uh, three, secret <laughs> US spy plane's mystery location spotted on Google Maps. Oh, four, to- I'll make Tom DeLong leaks. Oh, fuck. Um, but, you know, them three first articles, their first two articles, they're not exactly, uh, you know, nice. Yeah. It's a well, um, bit, bit of Project Fear, maybe. Has the Express and Star been bought by Alex Jones? I think so. <laughs> I watched a video of him explaining why the latest Star Wars video is a, an SJW agenda. Oh, right, um, I bet you were thrilled with that. Oh, God, I wait to punch myself. Uh, Punch him. It's more fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I also issue my challenge to Alex to meet me in Dolly Town or for a boxing match. <laughs> uh-huh. What if he's got powers? What powers has he got? He's a fat or drunk. Devil powers? Dude, I'm the fucking Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and by the way, don't underestimate fat little drunk dude powers. Like, <laughs> depends how drunk. Are you saying that me, a 35-year-old man in the peak of my peak condition... Ish, um, right? Couldn't take on a fifty-year-old fat man in a boxing match. I'm just saying, Alex looks, you know, 
I wouldn't fight. I wouldn't fist fight. No, I would. he's a bit of a butter bean, isn't he? I'd, yeah, I, uh, I'd rather fight David Icke. He's got like sort of arthritis hands. He can't make a fist. And I imagine one of his legs is weak and the other. He had to retire from football because he broke his leg, didn't he? Uh, Just keep him on that leg. Did he break it or was it broken? Well, this is it. Mm. Right, so um, are, we, are we going with a, a, a resounding no for the killer squids? The killer psychic, shape-shifting... That's the one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. No? No. Alright, so what we got next? News. News, 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 news. I like this one. I found this. The uh, it's Basically, there's been like interdimensional gateways appearing in London. No way. Yeah. Awesome. The Woolwich Foot Tunnel and other portals of London. Um, okay. If you scroll down a bit. I quite like this. How it's, do um, people know? Basically, the Woolwich Foot Tunnel refurbishment, right. which is very dull, a lot of the work was delayed. Now, apparently, people have been calling down for supplies and stuff like that and then finding out by the time they've got off the radio, the stuff's there. Okay. And it's almost like there's some kind of weird time dilation going on in these tunnels and stuff. A lot of people don't believe in interdimensional stories, so they don't think the stories are real, said the other, but they weren't sure if the person writing it thought it was real. Actually, actually this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I read this article and I thought, oh, that's, that's quite interesting, that. And now I'm reading it and I think it's bullshit. The inspiration for the stories yeah. <laughs> came from the layers of you history. You know what, can we just cut this one out because it's shit? <laughs> no, no. We, what's the idea? So someone's been Basically, I found it quite it. interesting because he was saying that there was this weird time dilation thing going on in London. Right. And I always think London's quite a mysterious, weird place. I've been there a few times and yeah. you've got this curious mix of really old and, and very new. Mm. And it's a bit of a messed up city, really, in that respect. And so when there's like stuff about that, and it's, it's been there for fucking years as well, there's something weird about the place. It's got a... Mm. Think about it. Yeah, but it says the blog has influences going back to Victorian ghost stories and M.R. James. Yeah. So is this basically a story that's spread and some people have thought it's real? Yeah, potentially, I suppose. On uh... Suffolk Council website as an influence. It's a great example of the blurring of fact and supernatural fiction. Presented as documentary fact, there was an 1860s Act of Parliament to reduce the number of churches in central London due to declining parish populations. It is, however, unlikely that they caused any specific... What's that got to do with... Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on, that sounds interesting. Specific churches to become temporarily untethered. Ooh. Ooh. Well, there, I know what you're saying about weird shit with London, because it is... And it was all... It's, it's like a plate of spaghetti. Yeah. In terms of streets and things like... Um, you know, for an American listener, here's a fun, here's a fun thing you can do. Because uh, once again, not to boast, but we uh, our numbers in America are much larger than our numbers in uh, the UK. Yeah. A few weeks running. Cheers, America. Have a look at a map of any city in your wonderful country, and it looks like a grid. Yeah, pretty you know, it, much. It was built with a plan in mind. Uh, look at London. Look at just Google a street map of London. And look at it, and you'll see what I mean by it. it looks like if someone threw spaghetti on a plate cooked spaghetti and um there is something interesting and intriguing about all that old shit oh, yeah. and weird but whether there's time i mean maybe i, I went to the, the jack the ripper museum what does that word sorry to interrupt but i've just seen a hell of a word psychogeography what the fuck psychogeography it's a little bit of ghost stories and horror but it's not a straight-up genre and it's a little bit of history oh okay but it's not real history mm. but no, i went to the, the jack the ripper museum oh, nice. this summer and uh, it's great actually go because it's, it's a tenner to get in, but it's fucking great. Yeah. 
you're walking into Whitechapel, and yeah, it's been rebuilt, but there's still a lot of old building there, and you're thinking, you know, it wouldn't take a lot of imagination or some mushrooms to think you're back in <laughs> that particular time period. And that's literally about a 20-minute walk from the Tower of London, which is where I was staying there. You know, so it's, it's like fucking... It's well, it's a lot of history, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, London is one of the oldest cities in the world. Londinium under the Romans. Was it was, it? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's that? Is it the League of Shadows that burnt it down in Batman? The London, they started the London Fire. Oh, uh, they may have done. And then they, and they wanted to do the Cleanse same to, to Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lens. Bloody League of Shadows, burning <laughs> cities down. All right, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that article because it wasn't. It was. I didn't. I read the main chunk of it, and then it's like, you know what? That's bullshit when I read it again. Well, do we have any more? Yeah, this is one. This is okay, a good one. Because I have one. Man who tried to kill Spider by setting it alight accidentally starts flat fire after burning arachnid runs under the mattress. <laughs> um, this is what I would do. That's a nightmare. Because I don't like spiders very much, and I think the best way to kill spiders is with fire. No, it's much easier to get a tissue, right? I do tend to do that because it's a bit dangerous setting a spider on fire. Yeah, as this article proves. <laughs> and what a vision of hell! And a light spider scurrying up under your bed. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> My, fuck! It's the end of days. <laughs> flaming, running spiders. But, but if it was like arachnophobia and there was a shit ton of spiders, then I'd have a flamethrower. Okay. But you don't want them running and jumping at you. I'm running the other fucking way as I've, once I've played that initial burst. I've got a cat that eats spiders, so... Oh, scat, cats are savage. Yeah. Uh, I nearly said scats are savage then, but scat is pretty scat, oh. scavish. Jesus Christ! I'm not even <laughs> drunk, I swear. Oh, man. Um, a man who tried to kill a spider by setting it alight accidentally started an apartment fire after the burning arachnid reportedly ran under a mattress. <laughs> Firefighters in Redding, Northern California... Battled the blaze for 20 minutes on Sunday after residents tried and failed to put the flames out with a garden hose. How does California got a lot of wildfires at the minute? It has, yeah. Yes, and so, no. some firemen have had to leave the wildfire yeah. to go and put this dickhead's fucking apartment out. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, dude, we've got other shit going on, mate. Why didn't you just, like I said, get a tissue? Or the old pint glass and a bit of cardboard technique? In all fairness, it was a wolf spider. And they are ah. pretty fucking big. Ah. Uh, so a big wolf spider on fire. Yeah. Ah. It is unclear if the spider survived. <laughs> I'd imagine it didn't. You never know. They're fucking freaks. So we got freaks. We got yeah. just as much uh, news on the state of the spider as we did the woman with the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Jack shit. <laughs> oh man. Well, it's a bit of a fire theme going on here because. Oh, is there any more to that? Yeah, article? one more Sunday Sport article we got. Oh, go for it. Sunday sport. This is beautiful. I don't care what people say. This man from Dorset has married a scarecrow, according to Sunday sport. Oh, has he though? <laughs> we had this as a, in the last episode. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. It was one of the Sunday sport headlines. We didn't go into it. Nah. So you uh, can go further into it if you want. We just mentioned that. I am usually fairly weighted by the end of an episode, in all fairness. Never. Okay. Um, it's one of the strangest things you ever heard. But a Dorset man has allegedly married a scarecrow. It should be said that the report comes from the Sunday Sport, which famously carried a story that a Yeovil tramp had married a batch. <laughs> <laughs> Never fails to disappoint, does it? <laughs> the Sport claims that 44-year-old Steve McKenzie apparently tied the knot with Gary, the scarecrow, in a ceremony earlier this month. Oh, no. Steve, who is an agricultural worker, admitted that, quote, some people think I'm odd, end quote, 
Yes, Steve, we do. <laughs> Steve, we think you're not only odd, we think you're a bit of a fucking prick. Yeah. <laughs> what are you getting out of it, mate? Steve, what are you getting out of it? Steve, hello, Steve. Don't tell me he's cut a sort of hole into it and put a bag of grapes in there so he can hey. thrust away. <laughs> I mean, the honeymoon would have been... Because oh. your your husband is literally... Oh, look at him! <laughs> it's two sticks and a football it's and a got, hat. It's got straw hair. It's oh. got a football for a head. <laughs> That's a, an English football, not an American football. He doesn't look very happy with his betrothed. <laughs> would you? <laughs> well, he has married, I suppose. He's got his shirt off, though. Oh, God. It looks like he's wearing a dress as well. Um, despite the way oh, that there's, no. a, there's a photo of that happy couple... And they've actually put Steve left and Gary running. I can't tell which one the scarecrow is. <laughs> um, despite the odd coupling, Steve insists that he and Gary are very much in love. And I don't think he knows what Gary's saying. A quote, but I don't care what people say. Gary and I are in love and we intend to spend the rest of our lives together. Yeah. And the next storm, when Gary gets blown over in the field and his stick breaks, I presume... Um, Apparently, the pair enjoy a full and active sex life. Wow. Oh, I told you, a bag of grapes. Now I have experience of converting <laughs> inanimate objects into sexual pleasure things. Uh, <coughs> moving on. However, <laughs> the relationship does have its challenges, such as when Steve once found dormice inside <laughs> Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it was a horrible finding them dirty vermin in Gary's, in Gary's tummy. <laughs> I took them out and twatted them with a hammer. <laughs> That's true love for you. Hey, if I my potential, if my future wife will literally go out, take a dormouse, <laughs> take it outside and twat it with a hammer for me, that's love, my friends. That is love. Oh yeah, we got a neighbour's quote, Ben. A neighbour who did not wish to be named told the Sunday sport... Fuck, <laughs> fucking a scarecrow, a male scarecrow, the dirty bastard. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we should respect um, Steve's choice and Gary's lifestyle and, you know. No, we don't. <laughs> His political correctness gone mad. Does he have, don't pe have, to do he have people around for dinner parties? <laughs> uh, Gary's famously quiet. <laughs> Here, Gary, it's me, your old mate, Wurzel. <laughs> I hear you've got married. Hey. <laughs> Fucking hell, Scarecrow Orgy. Oh, Lord. Oh. Well. Oh, there's um, weird news, then. Yeah. I've got one more. I got, well, mine's not even that weird, because um, it's actual news. No, no offence to them. <laughs> I'm not calling uh, any of the stories that have come up. But um, basically, yeah, our, our little birdie cousins. Birds. Birds, yeah, those weird, beady-eyed little freak bastards who scare me. Frankly. But you don't like birds? They're scary, and they're going to get even scarier after this story, because um, birds in Australia have learned to basically weaponise fire. Right. Okay, here's the story. This is from Live Science uh, and many other sources online. Burn, baby, burn. Australian birds steal fire to smoke out prey. Grassland fires that are deadly and devastating events for many kinds of wildlife are a boon to certain types of birds known as fire foragers. These opportunities, opportunists, opportunists, prey on animals fleeing from a bra from a blaze. Ah, oh, how horrible is that? You're fleeing a blaze, your house is on fire, your little mousy wife's probably burnt to death. Or left. And then you. you're being attacked from above by <laughs> the evil birds. <laughs> the evil birds who started the fire, I guess. Yeah. Probably. 
So, but in Australia, some fire foraging birds are also the fire starters. Three have spe- they twisted fire starters? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in. Three species of raptors, predatory birds with sharp beaks and talons and keen eyesight, are widely known not only for lurking on the fringes of fires, but also for snatching up smouldering grasses or branches and using them to kindle fresh flames to smoke out mammal and insect prey. I'm sorry, but I just want to point out, right, that now it's not... I think birds have got to start taking responsibility for these fires. Wipe them out. <laughs> you just wipe out every bird on the planet. <laughs> You're advocating bird genocide. Well, if that's one thing we're good at as humans is genocide. Exactly. If it's me well, or shit, them. Shit, i it. It's me or them. I'm taking the birds. Well, fifty percent of the species are going to be dead within the century. There you go. Isn't it? So I just probably hope... burnt to death by their evil birds. Of... The birds after world domination. No, I would just like to say to any dear listener, I do in fact like wildlife and animals. I'm a big animal lover, so I don't advocate killing all the birds. But if one fucking drops fire on me from above, well, I'm going to have a swing at him. (laughs) The birds that have been doing it are black kites, which are quite big, I think, whistling kites, and brown falcons, which all sound large to me. Falcons falcons are pretty big. Birds of prey, yeah. Yeah. I'm not an ornithologist. Thonologist. I'm quite impressed you know what an ornithologist does to be fair because i mean i didn't well there are many things you don't know that i know then <laughs> well, you're the drug adult, you are the drug adult <laughs> lunatic of the group but just, you know, just... and on that on that drug adult lunatic point i, I should point maybe say that it's a bit uh, it's not quite a lie because i'm just not that drug adult at the moment i only i'm only really using marijuana but despite not being drug adult i still managed to get myself in a horrific state on friday a uh, brief story, was invited to a party in a flat, as I said, about the size of Mike's, which was standing room only, it was so full of people. They were all dressed up in like that, they were going to a ball. You know what right. I mean? Like ball gowns, men in suits with waistcoats. Leona didn't tell me this because she thought it would be, it would freak me out. So the opposite happens, I turn up literally in this hoodie I'm wearing now, grey hoodie and jeans, to a giant flat, well, small flat, full of big party. Wearing my fucking hoodie and everyone's in dresses and, and Leona's parents are there and they're looking at me like, well, yeah. you didn't make much of an effort, did you? Now, briefly, Did they say that? Well, it was mentioned by a mother and I pointed out she didn't tell me that it was a dress code. So anyway, before this, I've drank a few beers whilst I'm waiting for my dear lady to pick me up and I suddenly get paranoid that I'm too drunk for the, this party or to be meeting her parents. So I start downing Red Bulls. Right. Too many Red Bulls. By the time I get to the party and find it's sort of standing room only and I can't breathe, move or relax or sit down, my fucking heart is beating out of my chest. (laughs) Right? With caffeine rush. And I'm like, well, fuck, the only thing I can do to calm this down is a joint. So I roll a joint, a pretty tasty one, and I'm like, does anyone smoke? And I'm the only one smoking there. So I smoked the entire joint on top of the already heartbeat. So oh then dear. I'm on the verge of a white <laughs> And there's nowhere to sit down. And I'm just, there's people asking me if I'm okay. Um, you know, oh, you're Leona's new boyfriend. Nice oh, to no, meet you. Nightmare. And on the oh, inside, I'm, on, I'm having an absolute panic attack. But I can't show any physical signs of it because I'm in such a confined freaking space. Oh, shit. It was one of the worst hours of my life. It was horrible. <sighs> Finally calmed down. Got yeah. levelled it out with a few beers and ended up having... A fairly nice time 
Still couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there. But oh, we've all had we've all had plenty of and times like that, mate. The yeah. older I'm getting, my social anxiety is going through the roof. Mm. You'd think it would be the other way around, wouldn't you? But like new people, I'm just like, oh no. I usually like no, I don't like new people. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I just treat the the world's fucking mental. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? The yeah. world's turned upside down anyway. Yeah. So. Just right. fucking go with the flow, man, as best you can. Oh, I was at a party last night. Um, and we How was did at, you it, do? It, I did quite well. It was, it was a 1920s theme party, and I got to dress as a Peaky Blinder. That's kind of how everyone was dressed, yeah. And that must be a thing at the moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, the 1920s is making a bit of a comeback. Ah, is all the... Did um... you take someone's eyes? I did. <laughs> <laughs> My hat had the razor blades in, of course, <laughs> did, yeah. Did you behave? Did you talk about anything weird? Um... Kinda went into aliens a bit. Mm, okay. I did plug the show. Well done. Kinda talked about aliens. <laughs> there were a lot of um, university people there, and um, um, they weren't as receptive as you. Well, they weren't receptive to it at all, really. <laughs> um, but you know, I looked like a peaky blinder, so they didn't dare stop me talking. Bonus. He's like, he's like idiot in the flat cap talking about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> a real, I tell you, a real. <laughs> The I lizard mi- people! <laughs> I had this missing time the other week and I woke up with a sore arse! Oh, I do have one kind of hilarious story from the party. A friend in common, I'll, I won't say his name. Uh, Tell us off air. <laughs> there was a child at the party. Who brings a kid to a I party? I know, I know. An 11 year old girl. And, uh, and I said, oh, put your hands over your ears to her, because I was in the middle of saying something adult. You know, who brings a fucking kid? I also had a joint hanging out. <laughs> Hello, mother. Anyway, and the mother says to me, oh, don't say that to her. She finds it so patronising when people say that. She's heard it all. Then our friend in common then goes, oh, really? And launches into a story that he'd read online about how a brother blinded his sister because he came in her eyes and gave her syphilis. <laughs> he then looked over at the mother and child and said, hands over those fucking ears yet? <laughs> <laughs> the end of the weird yeah. news section it's a time for a piss break woohoo right so <laughs> oh. <laughs> welcome back <laughs> welcome back if you're this is your first episode I um, don't usually do that it's <laughs> kind of happened <laughs> <laughs> the mics were literally up two seconds ago I know <laughs> but it just happened it couldn't stop it I, 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 I'm sorry, I am a man of wealth and taste, listener. <laughs> um, yeah, vampires. And so let's, let's go through a bit of history of vampire and the general sort of consensus about them. We're going consensus. straight to, back to the beginning, are we? We're going the back origins. to the beginning. The origins, I mean, We're going back these to the things... A vampire is essentially a being that feeds on life essence, which is generally considered to be blood. Uh, in most cases, um, in European folklore, well, they are. Thank God it's not smoke. <laughs> they wouldn't well, be well, you've got incubuses. There are psychic vampires. Vampires, psychic vampires that take energy or chi from their victims. 
Yeah, but that's just someone who's really fucking boring. That's when they're speaking to you, you can feel the life draining <laughs> from you. I know a few like that. It's like the Iron Maiden song "Deja Vu." Yeah. I've literally heard everything you have to say. <laughs> and uh, psychic vampirism came from uh, Dion. Dion Fortune wrote a psychic parasitism. Par- parasitism. I don't know what you want. Parasitism. Yeah. yeah. Parasitism. Parasitism. Whatever. Yeah. In 1930, book psychic self-defense. Yeah, but you've got to pick a pinch of salt in that, haven't you? Because we're assuming that we're all psychic there. Yeah. And the term was popularised in the 60s by who, Ben? Anton LaVey. Yeah. Church of Satan. I think, actually, I think something about psychic vampires is. in the um, statements, it. the nine satanic statements. Yeah. Go back to Satanism. Satan! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> we welcome you. <laughs> um... So in European folklore, vampires are undead beings that visited loved ones and they caused a bit of mischief in the neighbourhoods. <laughs> they did, that's, that was the exact wording of the article I was yeah, reading about the history. The they, they caused mischief or deaths in the neighbourhood, but I like, I like mischief. Mischievous monsters. But now what, so today we see mm. vampires as being suave and debonair and swanning around town mostly. Mm. Mostly. That comes from <laughs> Mr. Stroker, doesn't it? Mr. Bram. Mr. Bram. Stoker. Oh, sorry. Not Stroker. That's a different genre. That's a, different genre. <laughs> That's a completely different vampire genre, the Stroker stuff. Bram Strokers. <laughs> um. Dicula. Dicula. <laughs> Oh, I bet Vlad the Impaler's rolling round in his brain. Hey, Vlad the Impaler! Shame me Vlad the Impaler, wouldn't it? We're fucking five minutes into the vampire section and we got to count Dickula. (laughs) (laughs) And the worst of it is my message said, you guys talk about dick a lot. European the original vampire is described as bloated and ruddy so it's kind of red faced red skinned to a point you know, that sort of bloody kind of coloured skin uh, or dark coloured which is different from today's sort of gaunt pale vampires Mm. Or the suave debonair bastards, or the sparkly little pricks that swan around in Twilight, which I've never mm. seen, so I don't know. Um, well, all this, like we said, though, all the suave idea of it all does come from that was all added in around that from literally from Bram Stoker, Bram Stoker's novel, wasn't it? So like Stoker, yeah, yeah. Everything before that is like what you're saying, this sort of more horrible, not very nice looking version. Yeah, they're basically just an undead corpse that's coming to feast yeah. on your blood. And cause some mischief. And spread <laughs> some disease, baby. <laughs> um, actually, it wasn't Stoker, actually, sorry. I've, um, oh. the, the charismatic vampire fiction, and I, was, I did write this down and I was agreeing with you, and then I forgot I'd wrote it down, because I hadn't read that far down the page, because I'm rampantly professional <laughs> in my own professionalism. <laughs> um, is, this um, podcast is definitely showing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is um is from a book, an 1819 book called The Vampire by John Polidori. Ah, yes, I've never read it. But um, Dracula, Bram Stoker, which is 1897, it kind of laid the basis for the modern vampire. That's the more famous one. That's isn't the it? more famous one because I'd never heard of the vampire. I must admit. 
until I started researching uh, this. There's a very famous Mexican professional wrestler called Vampiro. Oh. I don't even know if he's Mexican, actually. With a name like Vampiro, I'm going to guess that there's a... He might be a white guy who wrestled in Mexico. Uh, oh, I'm losing wrestler points, fan points. But I'm more of a WWE fan than an Indies fan anyway. Roast me all you want, internet. I'm sure they will. It's like, it's in, in all things, man. Fans of things, like, the least popular it is, like, the more fucking... Oh, I watch wrestling that, like, nobody's heard of. I like wrestlers that you've never heard of. Oh, there's a reason I haven't heard of him. One of the Japanese underground wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, don't. You laugh. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was joking. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's like it with bands and everything, isn't it? You know. Oh, like, yeah. Have you heard so-and-so? Yeah. Uh, uh, who are they? Oh, don't you know who they are? I um, know. Uh, there, there was a lad we used to know, and uh, he just had to mention a band, and he'd be like... Oh, you found them, are you? Name all the tracks of the second album. Go on, oh, go on. Yeah, what's the chorus? How's it, you know, uh, I fucking know how to have my head. It's not like the damn song, you prick. Fans are knobs, yeah. aren't they? Oh, I've got it all back out. Like, I've got the rest of the stuff that's only released in China. La, la, la. Oh, well, you're more of a fan then. Well done. Here's a badge. <laughs> I think that's what that. these people want. They Did want a badge. Yes. They want some, yeah. some vindication of their own uselessness. And it's actually, you're more of a man for being able to just appease him and roll over to go, oh... <laughs> If that is what you need to Rather than good. shoving a pencil up his nose. And <laughs> <laughs> making it disappear like the Joker. <laughs> Slamming his head on the table. That's well, the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're not allowed in certain pubs anymore, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, I seem to be having this rant every bloody week, but once again, I'm going to tell you, internet, stop politicising my pop culture. Fuckers, I've literally resorted to this week. You may have seen some of my comments I shared. Going onto these Star Wars pages that I said I wouldn't go on. And I've resorted to just all caps writing, You are all cunts! Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't engage them. So, sorry, back to vampire. Vampires. Vampire's myth extends to cultures such as the Mesopotamians, and we're going to 3100 BC to 332 BC. That's going back a fucking fair bit. That's very long ago. Um, the ancient Hebrews, the ancient Greeks, Romans... Eastern Europe, very big in Eastern Europe, to the point where it's still going on today. Transylvania. Is a province of Wallachia, and we'll come to who lived yeah, really? in Wallachia um, later on. I think it's part of Hungary now. Doesn't each... There's a, a version of a vampire um, in Indian culture. Yes, Indian culture Japanese, as well. Indonesian, yeah, yeah, I've got them. And South America. Chinese, somewhere. South America. And Even today, too. the chupacabra is is a vampire, mm. essentially. Mm. It's draining the blood, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know, it's probably not real, so it doesn't matter. Mm. But um, I watched a programme called Britain's Medieval Vampires. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it was charting sort of all the way, uh, the Anglo-Saxons and all the way through the Middle, Middle Ages. Yes, and, uh, in England in the 16th century, there was a book about it. Yeah. Have you got some? No, sub- I haven't. No. Uh, I've got the I've got the who did it and everything. But, um, so it was the butler. <laughs> it's always the butler Sorry. with a lead pipe in the dining sh- in the dining room. Shit joke. And, uh, <laughs> if I had a coat, I'd get it. <laughs> You're wearing it. Oh, get yeah. out. Um. So, vampires are the old revenants, which is a visible ghost or an animated corpse, suicide victims, witches, or they are created by evil spirits possessing a corpse, or people bitten by said vampires can become a vampire. Mm. Well, 
Oh, and uh, in, in Slavic and Chinese tradition, any corpse jumped over by an animal was feared to become a vampire. So if they've laid your body out on the floor, you're dead, mm. and the dog just stops over you, oh, you're going to fucking stake him through the art. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I did see a very interesting one of the videos I watched this morning was uh, uh, the Isle of Lesbos. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I want to go. I want to go on a waterbed cruise, <laughs> the Isle of Lesbos. <laughs> the Greek Isle of Lesbos. Um, some archaeologist dude found um, it was buried really far underground, actually in the city walls. Somebody really made an effort to get this fucking body miles away. Wow. The skeleton had a stake through the throat, right. uh, one through an arm, and I think one through a hip, right down deep through the body into the fucking floor. Somebody had gone through a lot of trouble to bury this bastard. Where was that again, sorry? The Isle of Lesbos. Oh, yes, yeah. I can't forget the Isle of Lesbos. Because <laughs> you're drunk. Not yet. <laughs> oh, get that. <laughs> so so they, they, then it was quite interesting. He was going along the theory of that um, people were scared of corpses coming back to life. Yes, it's a big uh, fear. So something about Go back this to a zombie dude, episode. Yeah. That's and crazy. Apparently, from what they could tell from the body, he was a fairly normal. He was in very good physical shape, so he was probably a worker, builder type. Um, you know, nothing special, no like king, you know, anything like that. For some reason, something this guy did. He was a bit shifty in his waking life, or the way he died. Some for some reason, these people of that time, I'm sure this was in the 1500s, uh, were like, we're gonna bury this cunt. Sorry, I used to see. We we say cunt, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we're okay. We, we gotta bury this cunt as far away as possible and stake him to the fucking ground. So, people back then, obviously, it was a real fear of corpses coming back. Uh, it's a fear of the unknown, isn't it? Mm. And disease. You get fucking diseases yeah. from yeah. people. Yeah. And they wouldn't have maybe not understood the concept of bacteria, but they would have understood the fact that dead people make you fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. don't put them in the water. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's a mistake. A, that's, that's a big one. Didn't we learn on one of our, I can't remember which episode, one of the very early ones, and I'm going to get the number wrong, but there's something like 400 or something chemicals given off by the body when it's decomposing. Something daft. Most and then of you get, them are fucking and, really bad for us. And yeah. insects and yeah. flies and what have you, yeah. It's, don't um, go tobogganing in a coffin with a corpse. <gasps> I, well, no. <laughs> that's why I always remove the corpse, Mike. Ah, yes. <laughs> and it makes me think of that description you gave earlier of the bloodied-looking sort of zombie-esque type yeah. vampire. That could be someone who's not quite dead yet, who's dying of some sort of bubonic plague, who's just... There was a lot of that going about. Help me! <laughs> thinking, well. thinking that he could make himself better by drinking the blood of <laughs> someone who's uninfected, or virgins, <laughs> whatever. Hey, just because you died of plague doesn't mean you can't get your king con. <laughs> So, sorry, I've derailed our timeline of history. Well, would you like to know how to stop a vampire rising according to the various myths? I think I know, don't I? Oh, there's, there's a lot. Oh, I was going to say... You've got the, the more traditional ones. Chop the head off. There's one of them, yeah. I was going to say the so garlic. Garlic. You, bury, you put garlic um, at, over the door of your house. And also, they can only if you they can only be invited in. Is actually from the Lost Boys. That is, a, that is part of the mythos. They can only be invited in. Uh, so what you do is you, you put some garlic over the top of your door and you invite them in. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucked now. Why are there so many myths? Because it's weird. I think it does stem from this fear of the dead rising because it's 
That's yeah. one of our. Pro- this is why we bury that. We get. We know on a, some level. We know that, like we said, the dead mm. are not good to keep around. You don't want one propped up next to you. No, they're fucking. Not, not a la weekend at Burns. Yeah, boring as well, man. Yeah, yeah. Conversation tails off. Yeah, it really does. And you've plugged all the holes a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Gets tiresome. Necrophilia, possibly an upcoming episode. <laughs> um, and they liked it. They also buried the corpse upside down. So okay. head first. Oh. So they dig their way out. They're going to be digging down. Clever, practical. I like that one. Dig down to hell, you dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and when you see Satan, tell him he sent you. <laughs> Holy water, is that one? Holy water, crucifixes, of course. Mm. Any kind of religious implement. Chainsaw. Chainsaws work through the heart, I suppose. Shotgun. The whole staking thing, though, yeah. is not to kill them. It's to stop yeah. them rising. Oh, that's perver- like that, yeah. That body. yeah, that's perverted into the stake of the heart being the, the, oh. the way to kill them. That that was like they staked them down so they couldn't rise. Well, they killed them before they couldn't rise, didn't they? Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's they can't rise. Yeah. They, can, they can be a vampire underground. That's not a problem. Oh, can, so as long alive. as they're down there, it's yeah. matter. So imagine you know you're a modern-ish day archaeologist finding all these fucking nailed down corpses. You know. They used to break their legs as well and put them in contorted positions. Fuck. Yeah, and, and slice their feet off. Or slice the sinews <laughs> of the knees so they couldn't walk. Yeah. This Plays- all could have been solved with one decent biology lesson. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they didn't have they're that. Not, once they're dead, they're dead. But now um, you've got all these religious knobheads. Sorry, to, well, no, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> you've got these religious knobheads filling their heads full of dead magical deeds being able to do and dead rising and demons and... I blame the church. The Chinese had a different <laughs> attack on this. Okay. Right? I blame the church as well, they're all cunts. Um, <laughs> I keep saying cunt. <laughs> we've, we've, well, we're British, apparently other countries don't use it as freely as we do. Oh, um, good. I've heard American uh, comedians talking, or on podcasts, discussing how freeing it is and funny to them to hear us. Like We can, friend in a friendly way, call each other cunts, can't we? Yeah, that's true. As friends. <laughs> that's because in America we, we've got uh, in here in this country mm. we've got the, like, the nine o'clock watershed haven't we uh, anything after that you can say what you want yeah, well, but I mean, in America it's very controlled yeah, they yeah. can have as much violence as they want on television but the swearing and the but, sex is but I just up. don't think they use cunt as a you can't call your friend a cunt it's it's reserved for I, I, when you mean it but whereas here we are very footloose and fancy free with our cunts and swearing full stop really we invented it didn't we yeah, we yeah. invented most things Yay, Britain! <laughs> Brexit! Sorry. No, no, that's, gonna, that's not going to happen anymore. Oh, really? Even Farage just come out and said there should be a second referendum. Fuck me. What yeah, because he's, re- make- he's realised he's just fucking done himself a job, the daft fucking <laughs> shit gibbon. <Could laughs> shit gibbon? Shit. This is a tangent, and I know apparently some listeners of shows, no one said it to us yet, but get annoyed when you don't stick to the main subject. Well, but, well they know what they're in for by now. What the fuck's happened with... I've got half a story here because I don't watch the news. I'll give you the bits I know. Donald Trump, a fake false alarm nuclear attack. On Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. that was weird, wasn't it? Basically, what the fuck's going on? The people of Hawaii got a message on their phones, which is kind of freaky in itself, right. saying there's a missile incoming, take shelter... That went on for 38 minutes before they got the all clear. Right. Do you know where Mr. Trump was? Where? Playing golf. In Hawaii. Again. No, he wasn't oh. in Hawaii. He was somewhere else. Playing golf again. 120 days he spent playing golf. 
So how did this happen? Has anyone... So it's not Trump's it's, fault? It's not his fault, but he never sort of came out and said, uh, like, there's nothing happening, don't worry, don't you know, address the nation kind of thing, or address Hawaii anyway. No, the uh, House Representative Tulsi Gabbard, she came out and said something, didn't she? Yeah, but they still didn't get the all clear for 38 minutes. Mm. They were all sort of shitting their pants. I bet, man. Imagine seeing that on the phone. Alert, there's a missile, there's a missile yeah. coming in. You know what? Yeah. After ten minutes, this is like, not a drill. Yeah, it, 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 what that was. This is not. This yeah. is a. Re, this is not a drill. This is not and a drill. you know what? After ten minutes, I really walked out in the street and just started looting. Oh man, I would have been masturbating furiously. Yeah, I'd have probably crapped three off in ten minutes, and then <laughs> <laughs> that would have been it. Okay. Well, thanks for clearing that, guys. Um. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Hawaii, you poor bastards. Mind you, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you're making yourselves feel better on the in the sun and the. You know, yeah, I'm sure you'll get over. I'm it. sure that barbecue on the beach tastes extra sweet tonight. Yeah, because you're not fucking dying in a nuclear fire of yeah. hell. I think that doomsday clock has ticked a little bit closer, hasn't it? Oh lord, it ticked a little bit closer when fucking Trump got him, mate. It did actually. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> went from three seconds to midnight to two and a half. Oh, Jesus Just God. on Trump alone. <laughs> He's a stable genius, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really, really smart. Okay. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> it's not even you, you're an idiot for saying he's a fucking idiot though aren't you now like it's not even worth it's so didn't who was it somebody said a comedian recently satire is dead now yeah, yeah. it was in the 70s when yeah. um, Henry Kissinger got the Nobel Peace Prize for carpet bombing Cambodia <laughs> and, Laos, <laughs> and a French satirist said he was a cartoonist mm. he said that's it I quit he said satire is dead yeah. you know if this monster can get a peace prize the truth is stranger than fiction oh, yeah, yeah. I had a disagreement with and my we dad all thought, this week as well. We all cool. thought the Bush was was the worst it could ever get. Come yeah. back, Bush. I love you, Bush. <laughs> well, that's the thing with this. this the, did you see the embassy saga this week? What's happened? Trump oh, yeah. was due to open the new US embassy. Mm-hmm. But it would basically apparently quit because of a fear of public demonstrations. Basically, everyone calling him a, a, a cunt puffin. And, um, <laughs> cunt puffin. <laughs> and... Um, and he, he said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. it. Because they sold, they had an embassy in like a very high-end area of London. Oh. And they sold, he said, they sold it for peanuts and spent mm. $1.2 on this monstrosity. And uh, it was the Obama administration. And I'm not doing it. And they wanted me to cut a ribbon. No way, I think he tweeted. Mm. And it's like, actually, it was the Bush administration sold the embassy they had mm. because it wasn't considered secure enough. Mm. Sold it for so much money because it's in such a high-end area of London, I think we're talking yeah. possibly like a billion pounds, that they managed to build the new embassy mm-hmm. and it was it's just better. Do, so, you, do you think the chances are the reason he didn't come here, we'll get back to vampires. Yeah, a minute, yeah. The reason he didn't come here is because he knows full well there will be a scene. Yeah, the most of us think he's a twat. It'll be, the same thing happened when Bush came here. People went to the streets and did a bit of a marchy march, didn't they? And it'd be a bit embarrassing for him as we're considered one of their allies, aren't they? That's and it, yeah. So he doesn't want the egg on his face and it's easy for him to say, it was a bad deal, I'm it's not going. It's pretty much what he said, yeah. yeah. I just spit my dummy out. Wah! <laughs> Actually, I bollocked my dad for agreeing with Trump this week. Ooh. To the point where I called him a fucking moron. Well. <laughs> you see that, Trump? Yeah. Ben's well, called his own father a fucking moron. My da- you- my I don't even need to know the topic. I see your dad agreed with Trump. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> it's like he, was, um, he, was, he was taking the dog out. It's cold. And he goes, oh, you know what? Trump's right. Need a bit of global warming, don't we? And I went, no. 
I said, Dad, I'm going to just... I said, you're believing a bright orange man with bad hair mm. and taking his word for shit over 95% of the world's scientists who spent their lives looking at this and you're believing him. I said, are you a fucking moron? <laughs> and he's, and he, oh, you've got such a bad attitude. I said, no, 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 no. Are you a moron? Because these guys have looked at this. They've spent 20 years or more doing it. Yeah. And Trump's got, what? You can actually see physical evidence. You can see the Arctic shrinking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Year by year, these ice shells are breaking. You know what I mean? It's it, the evidence is is, is there, and, and that they can measure the sea levels rising. You got places like Fiji and that. There has been global warming refugees. Yeah, yeah. that was the first. It was a few years ago now. Some mm. little low lying Pacific islands had to be evacuated because they were swallowed literally yeah. by the sea. So, is the movie Waterworld a misunderstood classic? Oh no, it is. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's a good idea, but not executed very. I well, never understood it? the map on her back because it's like. But whichever way she turns, that map you, you have to orientate a map. Right. So you don't know which way it is. It's 360 oh, fucking degree. She arc. might have to be doing a hand What's like a little north symbol? Yeah, but you've still got to know which where which you are. North. Yeah, he's a compass. Well, has he got a compass? I don't know. He's got a lot of by the stars, don't they? They used to do it. Well, yeah, but has that knowledge survived? I don't know. I didn't delve that much into the background of it. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> in the reggae box it's in the reggae box should we go back to vampires Jens? Vampiro. would you like to know what they did in China yes what did they do in China they would put grain or poppy seeds at the gravesite because they believe that vampires Love. the undead cannot pass rice or grain in a sack without counting it which seems to me like a bit of a half-assed fucking thing, to be fair. Yeah, if these things are undead and live forever, so, it won't take them that long. Got, got to count that. Yeah, but counting rice, counting a sack of rice out. Yeah. So, so they'd be occupied by that, they'd have to go back yeah, to the... Yeah, that might take them a few hundred years. Well, yeah, a few hundred years, they're not biting you in the neck, <laughs> innit? <laughs> I thought you were going to say they left poppy seeds because they love getting high. <laughs> no, sadly not. Oh. And, of course, staking the bodies down... Um, Oh, there's actually, they would put earthly items such as um, scythes or sickles near the grave. And I think that's to do with the, this is, uh, is deterred demons, which were considered a cause of vampirism. And it's iron. Iron is a, like a, a warding charm in, in sort okay. of paganism. Don't so, leave a scythe next to something you think might come no, back from the dead. it can't come back because the uh, scythe's there. It's uh, like an iron well, what thing. if it did and uses it? <laughs> Well, then it's, like, it's going to be a blood party, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that scene from Blade where the blood starts sprinkling. Oh, no, there's a vampire movie. That is a good yeah, vampire actually, that's movie. quite good, isn't it? Yeah, that is well, a good vampire movie. Probably the only movie. one I like, to be perfectly mm, honest. Yeah. But we're getting ahead. We'll and, but talk that's, about it at the end. Basically, so there's, there's actually evidence, you know the Greek tradition where they would put a coin in the body's mouth before it was burned, that was to pay the ferryman. It was also a way of deterring vampires because of that metal. The ferryman who takes your soul to... Over the river sticks into Hades. Uh, oh, that sounds like hell. Yeah, it's the underworld. Oh. Depends on how good you are. Was it the... It was the underworld, Hades. Yeah, it was the underworld, yeah. Hades was the god of the underworld. I like the um, the putting a coin in the mouth idea, yeah. though. It's cool, isn't it? It's well, like... there's no... Think about it. You're mm. thinking of a Christian point of view of heaven and hell. Yeah. They don't have that. They just have an underworld. When you go, when you uh, die, everybody goes to the underworld. I was thinking from the correct position. And if the ferryman, if you pay the ferryman... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I know, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the listener, joking. Sorry, mate. Pay no, if you pay the ferryman, then you get across. If not, right. then you're... And you're just limbo. doomed to wander around. Purgatory, it's called in, in the one true religion. <laughs> <sighs> Joke. They've got rid of purgatory now. Oh, have they? Yeah. No, they you can't, can't do that. It's official doctrine, it's gone. Oh, well. 
So the Pope in his snakehead throne room with behind his statue <laughs> so of a reptile has said that's all right, is it? Yeah. Heaven, have, heaven have managed to cut down waiting times. Why can't the <laughs> NHS... <laughs> I sound like a right Daily Mail. <laughs> I'm not right with that. That's because that's the Tory government's job is not to cut down waiting times, it's to increase them. Uh, oh. It's to underfund and undercut the NHS so they can privatise it. Sneaky. Mike's political jab of the week. Uh, Fuck many, you, Tory. How many whiskeys have you had, Mike? You Tory cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Mike just Can mimed s- nutting a Tory. <laughs> well, I was spitting, I guess. I, uh, I looked like you were nutting I would nut him if I got a face. He's going to stab you, you in a pencil. <laughs> in the kidney. Would you like to know a few of the um, <coughs> ways to identify a vampire once you think you've got one? Because presumably someone is found drained of blood and dead in a horrible way, or some mischief's been done and you think you've got a vampire. Go on then. Um, one of the ways was you lead a virgin boy on a virgin stallion through the graveyard, and the horse will rear at the grave in question. Ah. Virgins. Once again with it. Wouldn't want to be the kid on the horse though, would you? <laughs> Not with a virgin horse, he's probably horny. Yeah, virgin stallion, hey, yeah. Never look a virgin horse in the mouth. Hey. Hey. I don't know if I got that wrong. No. <laughs> it's horse, I think it is, isn't it? It is, I know. Um, I was being... Oh, very <laughs> um, You have holes in the earth over the graves where they've obviously tried to climb out and then pat themselves back in again. Makes Could be sense. a badger hole. Could be. The main one was they obviously would have their suspicions on who the vampire would be because it's obviously someone recently dead. Yeah. And it would be the corpse would appear a little bit healthier than normal. Plump. <laughs> Little sign of just decomposition and blood in the mouth mm. was considered. You see blood in the mouth, cut yourself a vampire. Yeah, but and but that is just decomposition. Yeah, your mm. body, your, your stomach bloats, so it looks right. like you've been feasting and gorging. Right. You have blood in the mouth, don't you? Yeah. And uh, leaking from every orifice, really. To be fair. Yeah, and obviously uh, your gums, <laughs> your lips. <laughs> yeah, literally that everything. Was my ex girlfriend this morning. <laughs> she, she's very ill. <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry, guys. Your so, lips retreat, so it looks like you got fangs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got fangs anyway. If you can see, yeah. I actually have. Yeah, I got some vampire fangs. Yeah. Children often say like, "Oh, you got vampire teeth." That's how vampire-y my teeth are. But some people pay a lot of money for this shit. Wait, hang on. I'll discuss. Later. You only ever come round after dark. <laughs> I have to invite you in via the. Oh, the intercom. Via the intercom. To Mike's flat. And you're always asking for glasses of blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah Gaz. So I'm drinking my blood. And I'm undead. <laughs> well. I'm, I'm a point down already. <laughs> I've got rare blood. Have you? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, a neg. Well, it's the fourth most rare. I'm a neg. I'm so rare they never want my blood. I'll get you. That's what they told you. No, it's true. <laughs> it's the alcohol level. <laughs> Genuinely. You can't put your blood into anybody. Genuinely. Somebody just starts ranting about fucking reggae being shit. Some big raster man. <laughs> they know me can't stand by man. <laughs> Genuinely, I, we had a blood van turn up at work. Right, I went in my lunchtime to go and give some blood and get a free biscuit. <laughs> and, uh, and and she said, oh, "Do you know what your blood type is?" I said, "Yeah, I'm a negative." She said, "We don't need that." Oh. I'm like, "You are?" She goes, "Yeah, basically, we've we've got loads of it because it's rare. Oh, it doesn't get used as much, does it? Oh, okay. So they want the more common types, like the own eggs. And are you calling me common? Yeah, common blood. I obviously have royal blood." <laughs> Some kind of Scandinavian king, I don't know. <laughs> so, 
Where were we with these? Oh yeah, Mike was telling us what happens to the buddy. It yeah. Just disappears so he looks like he mm-hmm. got fangs. That's where we got to. Your hair continues to grow. So. Really? Yeah. yeah and nails. And you, yeah, your nails. So it looks like you got sharp nails. I, no, I can give you a historical off, fact. I didn't know that. Mm. I can give you a historical that fact to right. back that up. Actually, I don't think your nails do actually. No, they, grow. they do. It's skin that actually. Um, uh, shrinks back. Well, I know the nails look like they're growing. After, teeth. after Trafalgar, when they brought Nelson back home because he died, um, they didn't um, because it was a fair bit back. It was a like three weeks trip back, and they didn't have the facilities to put him in a lead-lined coffin, which would have stopped the rot. Mm-hmm. Um, they stop don't... the rut. <laughs> can't stop, stop the, the rut. rut. You can't stop, stop the rut. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> ain't that the fucking truth? <laughs> Jesus Apollo, Christ. Apollo 440. Yeah, but you can't Apollo stop the four... rut. Yeah. How deep and existential. <laughs> like, man. We, uh, oh man, we're dying at a cellular level. And we've got great 90s quotes here. We've got cool runnings, Apollo 440. <laughs> oh, we got... Well, vampires no. were big in the 90s. They really? were, they were. They were probably biggest in the 90s. Well, that's well, the same Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. I'll tell you later on, they're making a they comeback. Were, there were better life. films, vampire films in the 90s than there were yeah, post that. Blade. Blade, yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll do that. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, when they put Nelson they put Nelson in yeah. a so they put Nelson in a barrel of brandy to preserve him. <laughs> Genuinely, this is true. Okay. And when they took him out, when they go back to England, his hair and nails had grown yeah. like quite a lot. People have been tapping the the keggers, aren't they? They have, they have been drinking it, yeah. They oh, drink. sweet Some, yeah. Jesus. Apparently, one of his eyeballs had gone missing, so ah. he sucked his eyeball through or something. Fucking hell. Other things like that, there was yeah. like little bits of missing. Where the... Did they know he was in? So they were, yeah. they, they were that desperate for a drink? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you want a shit, man, for months. Well, they used it. to get, well, remember, yeah. they used to get an alcohol ration as well, so they would all... rum. Tot of rum, at least, which is, a tart is actually like a third of a pint as well. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. So that's Ace when you say like, oh, I'm just gonna have a tot of rum. You can actually have a third of a pint. You fucking smashed me. It feels natural definition. But they used to get that every day, and they would save it up, and like you know, they'd have it for battle. They'd just get smashed. It's hard life out there. No women. Well, there was women. These are smuggled prostitutes aboard, but not many women. And you can you can mouthfuck a mermaid. If she's willing. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Only if she's well, willing, Well, of course guys. if she's willing. We don't want fucking... <laughs> we don't want uh, mermaids of the world hashtagging me too. You know. The most common um, misconception of thinking people thinking mermaids are actually sea cows. Yeah, manatees. manatees. Have you seen my manatee? I'd you fucking one of them. He's so oh, wicked. That's a bit of Bo Selector. Barry <laughs> uh, Manson on Bo Selector. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I've seen bits of Bo Selector. The first two seasons are probably worth mm. a watch. The, uh, the third one it's was a terrible. It's a surreal genius, isn't it, to be honest? Yeah, it used to be on like 11, like half 11 on a Friday night, and mm. it was like the perfect time. You just got back in from the pub, and yeah. you wanted something mental. It's a bold motherfucker. Exactly. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson on there was brilliant. I'm on my scooter, motherfucker. <laughs> PT motherfucking pan. <laughs> can, um, I, can I be the first to say on the subject of manatees? Oh, the manatee. Oh. Good job, I've still got my coat on. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> that pun, oh, that, the manatee. <laughs> that pun crane is safe. <laughs> it's very snug on Ben's head yeah. right now. You're quite enjoying it. Um, <laughs> how would, you, would you like to know how to protect yourself? The vampire. We stopped the dead rising, but let's say we missed one. Kick him in the cunt. The garlic. Yeah, kick him in. <laughs> kick him in the balls. That always work. Or the cunt. Whatever. Her, it could be a her. It could be a she. Yeah. Could be a he she. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> garlic. <laughs> garlic. <laughs> Why not? You are not allowed to say he she in this day and age. Oh, there'll be a riot. Well, I'll bring it on. 
<laughs> Don't touch my Transformers! <laughs> Wear your dresses, but you leave my fucking beloved franchises alone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, a, bunch, uh, a branch of wild rose or hawthorn. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, sprinkling of mustard seeds on the roof of a house. <laughs> what, they're supposed to trip on them and yeah. slip like fucking yeah. home alone? <laughs> mustard seeds. And then, of course. Once they cr- stop to snort them. Just <laughs> <laughs> get them high like until dawn. Oh, shit. <laughs> Snorting mustard seeds. Do not snort mustard, Ben. Yeah, um, no, no, no. Before you no. even try, it's going to fucking suck. And then you got crucifix, holy water, rose, uh, rosary, rosary beads, sorry. Um, holy ground, they can't go on holy ground. Like very much like the um, no fighting on holy ground in Highlander. Um, so if you're an immortal vampire, okay. you're a bit fucked, really. Right. Can't go on Highland in a monastery. No. Shame. And they can't cross running water apparently. So you dig a moat. These vampires are shit. Mm. <laughs> a moat. It's not even a river. Well, you can't just. If you're he can't roll up his vampire chest. It's, it's, it's running water, so. Or just stand in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stand in a bathtub with a tap on and the plug all out. Hey, Can't vampire. get me, vampire! The floor is lava! <laughs> but strictly speaking, you've only got. Anyone can bless water. You've only got to say the Lord's Prayer over a glass of tap water. How does that go, though? I don't know. Well, I know you the don't. Co- we know the Cockney Bible Lord's Prayer. Oh, yeah. Well, I, 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 I know the full thing. Every, I, day, every day, every day, I did it at school. That's yeah. like my kids. Kid, oh my god! Uh, oh! <laughs> Don't let her listen to this. <laughs> I didn't mean blur. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, god, edit, yeah. edit. <laughs> um, yeah, no. My junior school, we had to sing religious songs in assembly, but we didn't have to repeat the Lord's. So it's oh, we did every morning. morning yeah. Every, what was your every morning, Dorley's C of E, Church of England school. Let's see, that's why my uh, girlfriend's. Daughters are all fucking big god. They're well into their god at the moment. Don't yeah, worry, they'll, they'll figure it out as they get older. Oh, yeah, she'll soon realise. She's a clever kid. She'll I, soon uh, realise it. When we were in the last year at the C of E, now I've mm. never been baptised. Oh, I have actually, that's weird. Because the water boiled in the font. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never been baptised, and the and the, the but we used to have the vicar in a fair bit because of C of E school. And he went, right, um, it's your final year, you're coming up to like 11, aren't you? 11, 12, coming down. He said, who wants to be confirmed? And I'm like, well, what's that? He goes, oh, we just re-baptised as well. I didn't have it done the first time. <laughs> and he was like, you what? And he was like, they actually called my parents in. Oh. Ethan! Ethan! They actually called my parents in and said, like, why, why haven't you had him baptised? And he thought he'd make up his own mind as he got older. It's quite progressive, actually, yeah. at the time. Why did they send you to a religious school, then? Because, we, because weirdly... My granddad went there, my dad went there, his brother went there. All the males in the family have gone to that primary school. It's and been they there baptised? Well, yeah, probably, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Is, That's why, like, my girlfriend sends her daughters to this school. It's nothing to do with it being C of E or whatever. It's it's a good school and a nice... It's just outside of our town, so it's a bit like... It's a nice countryside yeah. school base. She's got to get a better standard. It's just she also has to do a bit of... God stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's what started to turn me. I'd never really thought about it. My nan was religious. I was never forced. Nobody. I was baptized. I think just more of it's just what you do. You have a christening, don't you? Yeah, and that's that's the thing, and people uh, do it. I mean, my guy at work just had a kid. He, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you coming out to, to wet the baby's head for the baptism? And it's just oh, a thing. I said, well, why are you having him baptized? Like, mm. Oh well, you know, it's just done in it. Mm. 
It's no religious, it's just, just an excuse for a party. Uh, well, it was at my nephew's christening, aged about 13 to 14, I remember, for the first time, and I consciously remember this, thinking, fuck you. Because it was my first nephew. We can actually work out how old I am, because he's 20-something, so I would, yeah, around that, 13, 14. So anyway, the vicar, whatever he is, is talking about, uh, the language he's using is basically along the lines of, we're going to take this child from the darkness... Into yeah. the light, um, from you know a life of sin, blah blah blah. To it, and I remember young me sitting there thinking, "Hang on, he's a fucking baby." Yeah. Who the fuck are you to say that he's in the darkness until well, what? Born... He comes in here and signs up to your thing. And I remember my little teenage. Mm. I was already into a bit of me punk rock probably by then. I remember it sitting there thinking, "This really is condescending shit." Yeah. Like, don't tell we're me. Born don't judge him. him. Yeah. He's a fucking baby. Uh, was, was that a Catholic one or Church prick. of England? No, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell I you. went to a, a, mm. our, our, a mutual well, friend of mine. I think I know if it was a Catholic one. Yeah. There's a lot more dressing. And yeah, but it was it was a Catholic one. They literally held the baby. Said, oh yeah, and we're washing this baby's sins. Well, you know, it's a baby. Mm. All it's doing is shit itself and eat biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rusks, suck on rusks for fuck's sake. Suck on big titties and, suck on t- and drink milk. I mean, for fuck's sake, it's done nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh yeah, we've got to absorb it of sin. Yeah. I felt like standing up and I was on fire at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just hit the mic again, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's bullshit. So yeah, holy, anyone can do holy water. You just got to say the Lord's Prayer over holy water. Oh. That's the one so thing I learned. Can, you can actually, we could really, this could be an interesting uh, YouTube video. So you have the ability to bless water. Mm-hmm. I have a market store. Oh. And a delivery van. Why the fuck aren't we making, there has to be enough Emergency vampire kids? Well, that's be enough religious knobheads out there for us to still sell holy water to, isn't yeah. it? Little old ladies. But you get a little I, box, a bit of garlic, a steak. <laughs> I, got, I got ordained as a minister in the Californian Church of Spiritual Light <laughs> for a joke for my mate's wedding because it, it, it told me, like, wedding do... What to, what, it's missing out this book and it said, like, right. what to do if this happens at your wedding? Mm. Like, and one of the... What if the priest doesn't turn up? Or the and was get want to get one of your friends to get ordained online at this website, mm. California Church of Spiritual Healing or something like that, and um, they they they're a pastor, and I have actually got the legal right to marry, bury, and baptize in the state of California. <laughs> Fantastic, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so, um, me, Mike. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, so I did that for a laugh, and I was going to kneecap the priest and conduct his ceremony. Uh, <laughs> so. But yeah, so I can do it. I I could be Father Ben. Can you marry right? me Father my dog? And then I could if become that's a legal, da- If I, that's legal in California. I could become a daily sport. <laughs> Please. It's my one shot at fame, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to move to California and see if oh, it's legal there. That's so you the can't thing. marry anyone outside of England? No. Just, oh. California and that's it. That's all. But I could have stood in for the priest until they found a replacement ah. priest because I'm an ordained minister. Oh, okay, we'll get you with your rare blood and your ordained well, status. When we go to San Francisco yeah. to do our live shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's, you can't, San Francisco's in California. I, I could marry some marry some um, audience members hey. if they wanted to. There you go. There you go. If you invite us to San Francisco, I'll marry you. <laughs> can't say fairer than that. Well... Not, not me literally, yeah, I'll conduct the say, ceremony. Does your yeah. girlfriend listen? <laughs> <laughs> I'll conduct the ceremony is what I meant. Well done. Right, so... Oh, also we've got to um, get rid of vampires. Yeah, back to um, how to protect Mirrors. Yourself. A mirror. How mirrors, um, because apparently they don't know... The, the, we're talking traditional vampire here. Mm. So they don't know that they're undead... Right, as daft as that sounds. So when they don't thinking. see their reflection... So when they don't see their reflection, they freak out and fuck off. 
Oh, vampires don't have a reflection. No. Shows you how few vampire movies I've seen. Um, um, and they have to be invited in, which is from the Lost Boys, which you mentioned. Mm. And sunlight, of course. They don't. They don't like the sun. I don't yeah. like the sun, really. It's, well, I prefer the dark. I don't know, I like the sun. In doses, small doses. I'm not a vampire. I'm then, only a psychic one. Um, so that's protection against the, the vampire. Right. Destruction of the Ooh, vampire. Removal of the head. Removal of the head. Yes, I knew it was going to be that. Um, ash, wooden ash stakes, the, the tree ash, the ash tree. It has to be oh, ash. Okay. Yes, because apparently Christ's cross was made of ash. Oh, I see. So that's a med- it's medieval, more than like that one. Well, if you don't believe in Jesus, but you do believe in vampires. Well, I think you've got to believe in, va- you've got to believe in Jesus to kill the vampires. Because you need if you're gonna use the I mean as well, just John showed us you have to have the the preacher to bless the holy water. No, no, hang on a minute. What about China here a minute ago? They don't believe in Jesus, and they've got vampires. Yeah, but they, they, they're not um, they're not using stakes. They're using bits of grain to distract <laughs> them. Oh yeah, and a scythe. Yeah, that's it. You know, you either stake them in uh, it's the heart or the mouth in Russia. <laughs> Stomach in Serbia and decapitation in Germany. That's a German one, the decapitation. It must be simple. Nazi vampires! It must Um, already exist. It must be out there. It's got to be. Nazi Um, vampires. The Romani people would drive steel or iron needles into the heart or place steel in the mouth. And then we... um, I found a couple (laughs) of examples. (laughs) I put my steel (laughs) in my mouth. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, a 16th century grave in Italy, in Venice, Italy, was found and the corpse had a brick in its mouth. Was it also full of water? Probably. So, <laughs> I really am going to start making such... Well, I'm gonna, no, I'm not actually. I'm not going to stop because I can't. It's me. So, um, found the stake in the way, sorry. They, no, they found a brick in its oh, mouth. Oh, a brick. And that would be another thing. They would stuff rags into its mouth. Fucking brick. That's yeah. a bit harsh. It is a bit, yeah. They broke a few teeth. Um, they were dead before all this that was probably the po- That was probably the half of the point was breaking the teeth, wasn't it? Yeah, breaking the well, mouth. yeah. And in 2006, a grave with 100 bodies was found in Bulgaria with metal objects, many bits of plowshare, uh, which is bits of plow, basically, embedded mm. in the bodies, staking them. They've had 100 bodies like that, mm. staking them down. Was, I, mean, I actually watched a documentary, and it was something like, it was about 10, 10 years ago, this was said, 2007, and there'd been this massive vampire frenzy in, some, in rural like uh, Bulgaria. Mm. And they had literally gone out, dug graves up, staked bodies through the heart, buried them again, put oh, all shit. charms. And it was mm. like, this, the government were like, the police were like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, no, we need to do this. This is our belief. We need to do this. We're going to stop these guys coming back. It was nuts. Because they were like, the police, you can't just go and digging up bodies. Yeah. But these people who live in the, 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 the backwater, it's very much um, the Borat village. Was it from a shithole country? <laughs> uh, a bit of relevant news there. Very topical. Oh, sorry, I've got a few more. Uh, boiling water over the corpse. <laughs> you can say it. crotch then. <laughs> <laughs> that would deter anyone. No one, uh, even yeah, if you were dead. Yeah. Um, complete incineration of the body. Obviously, that <laughs> makes sense. Say complete insertion. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can be a penis if it goes inside you. <laughs> um, exorcism, because okay. the, the belief in spirits. In the 19th century, in Romania, they would fire bullets into the coffin. <laughs> and then in, in Germany, a lemon in the mouth of suspected vampires. I don't know what that does, but they would do it. A bitter taste, maybe? Mm-hmm. 
All I can think of is a camp German accent. I'm trying not to do it, so... Oh. I was just thinking of the previous one to that was people unloading their, their firearms into a coffin and then the next one is like, oh, we put the lemon in the mouth. Give away the vampires. I couldn't resist. Oh, can I call a piss break for it before we go on? Because I, I do need to go. No, wet yourself. <laughs> Get uh, the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Right, we're back from the um, the toilet toilette break. <laughs> Be continental. So, but, as you say, this, this is really widespread across the globe, and I genuinely do think it's to do with like the fear of the undead kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because, um, I mean, it's, you know, as you said, we've gone to India, Persia, ancient Babylonia. Mm. The Assyrians had, had these myths. The medieval period when there was a lot of superstition, let's face it. Yeah. There's even vampires in Grimsby? Grimsby? I was just trying to think of the most British place. <laughs> you, know, um, you know there's a couple of guffs walking around Grimsby fake fangs in. Oh, yeah. There's usually a couple in every town in North I'll tell you about them later. They're called lifestylers. Right. Not the same as sanguines. Right. Do they fight? Ooh. Well, maybe. I hope so. Okay, so... So, the medieval period, you get two English chroniclers in the 12th century, Walter Mapp and William of Newburgh, which I kind of like that name. I want to be known as Ben of Dorney. (laughs) I like the idea, see, that word chronicler is that straight away sparking my imagination. Yeah. Like somebody back then, you had no mass communication media type. No. Outlet, you know, um, you'd have to literally travel around gathering people's stories. And remember, um, you're probably writing in Latin as well, because the only people that could write wow. were priests. Yeah. Oh, yeah, monks, the knowledge. And monks, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so it probably would have been written in Latin as well. Wow. Which That's is, awesome. so you've got to be pretty clever to do Latin but then I suppose the flip side to that is is you are relying on people's bloody stories yeah and let's face it the average peasant who's only got three turnips and a goat is Uh, not going to probably give you the truth I did see a clip earlier of some guy in one of these sorts of very Eastern European places it's it's very much Borat isn't it yeah very Borat a guy with no teeth and it was translated it said this is my pitchfork this is what I use to take out his heart I saw that, I think. Yeah. In Romania, was That might yeah. have been that documentary I was on about, and there actually, was a, yeah. There was a news reporter, female, wasn't, wasn't yeah. it? She wrote about it mm. at the time. They claimed, wouldn't it, like they were sucking his daughter's blood yeah. in the night yeah. and killed it. it with it. But I was like, come on, that's just this. Yeah. So, it's it's sorry, really too. big in Eastern mm. Europe. Eastern Europe. It is, it is still so they, prevalent in the in the sort of little farming villages. Do they have a lot of problems... Burying people. I don't know. I'll, I'll give you some of the reasons why people think they're vampires, and okay. I think we can pr- you can probably pin it down because this myth is so prevalent in such rural yeah. areas where maybe the education isn't so great. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, well, these two guys, um, William Walter Mapp and William of Newburgh, they recorded accounts of revenants, and this is 12th mm. century England. So shits go. They, they obviously enough people in for these two chroniclers. Who, mm. to go out there and record these accounts. In the 16th century, um, uh, a rabbi, so, you know, another sort of, would have been, would have been a chronicler, recorded the account, accounted the tale of an unmarried... Sorry. An, <laughs> eh? Well, because a rabbi. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, you, you can joke about anti-Semitism, can't you? Probably not best to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, the, see, the Middle East guys. Anti-Semitic. Guys, the Middle East are in a hotbed. Let's stop trying. <laughs> let's not try and inflame anyone too much. Fucking everything's a hotbed. You can't even talk about Star Wars. Fight. Anyway, but that's first world problems. Sorry. Yeah, I, um, I agree. Here comes the tale of an unburied old woman who rose again as a vampire and killed hundreds. <laughs> Super. So like, I read that with hundreds. <coughs> yeah, fucking hell. Oh, Jesus. Why is no one taking that shit seriously? Did nobody remove the head before she when she? No, she like... was. She wasn't very well liked. So they just left her there. Oh, no, but I mean, oh, that's their fault, isn't it? No, I'm going to say... So you're saying they deserve everything they got? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, when she was on, like, Victim 13, like, what, cut off her head then? Like, why did you get... Oh, it's too late, then it's risen. But she don't have to go on to kill hundreds. Yeah, I mean, hundreds, I mean, that's like... You could be talking 999 people. <laughs> <laughs> they got on the thousandth. <laughs> 999 victims, but the vampire ain't one. <laughs> Bite me! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to turn my own mic down. <laughs> um, so you go to the 18th, 19th century, there's frenzy of vampire sightings in Eastern Europe, frequent stakings and grave diggings, even government officials were involved in a mass panic. It began with a series of alleged vampire attacks in East Prussia in 1721. So this is an age, we're talking 1721, we're talking the Renaissance has happened, mm-hmm. European culture is slowly building, the classical culture... And people are still thinking. Went to be the age of enlightenment. Yeah, right? exactly. You've got the, you know, you've got. Um, but not everyone was going to be enlightened. You've got right? Newton. You've got you know. Like this you've is got the Mozart age of the internet. popping about. You've got Beethoven. Oh, Beethoven's later. Mm. Mozart's been about. You've got Leonardo da Vinci's been alive. You've got these great minds, Galileo, and people are still thinking there's fucking dead bodies coming back to drink the blood of the well, living. People still think there's flat now. Exactly. What's the difference? We so haven't progressed, it's concerning me! But that's why I mean, see, like, that's called the Enlightenment Age. Doesn't mean everyone was enlightened. This is the Internet Age. Not everyone's got the Internet. That's a shit example. <laughs> but my point is, just because we call it the Enlightenment, because all those good things did happen, not, it doesn't apply to fucking everyone. There was still a vast majority of people were fucking unwashed, uneducated. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah of course. But... Fucktards, right? Who were probably a lot physically stronger than us and had a much better diet. Like, weirdly, probably we're in better health than us. Apart from all the disease. Yeah. We can beat diseases with medicines, but we shovel our bodies with shit that they, <laughs> that they didn't. Like, what we Ah, uh, uh, that's another conspiracy, isn't it? quote-unquote food. Is that on purpose? Of course it is. Make yeah. us sick to buy more drugs. Yeah. Or to... The cycle yeah, continues. And to kill off people, because yeah. there's way too many of us, didn't, man. Didn't we say on one episode that the elites consider we need to drop, like... Uh, Couple yeah, of billion, about 80% of the population. Something like that, yeah. 80% of the population we need to pop off. Um, and they also don't give a fuck about feeding us shit because the companies that feed it us are making fuckloads of money yeah. and everyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's bad for us. But that's an entirely different podcast. But, oh, God, yeah. But my point is, just because it's enlightenment, yeah, and I see what you mean, there is a juxtaposition Woo. Um, of, yes, to the enlightened, higher society people, I would imagine, and then, yes, these peasants still believe in the fucking bodies come back alive! <laughs> and they bite you! I'm going to marry me scarecrow, wasn't <laughs> <laughs> scarecrow lover! You have to nail down their death, you know! You know, the Sorry. thing is, actually, you know, you're saying that. We've just seen a bloke who's 
marrying a scarecrow. Exactly. He's the kind of dude that will go out and dig a corpse and stake it down and then bury it again, isn't he? See, the internet's lost on him. Yeah. He's marrying scarecrows. He could be on plenty of fish.com. <laughs> I prefer to call it herd of swamp donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire today, man. <laughs> We've had shit gibbons, cunt puffins. <laughs> what was it? What was it? What you said? Heard of some donkeys. <laughs> well, last night I was strutting around as a peaky blinder, and someone told me I looked in my early twenties. I feel good. <laughs> oh, fair play. Was you wearing a mask? No. Oh, but it was a dress-up <laughs> party. It was a dress-up party, but I wasn't wearing a mask. No, you do look young. Yes. Yes, I know. I'm just feeding the... Feed the ego, stoke the fire. Stoke the fire, the ego fire. Well, so we've got the rest of the world then. We've got, the, we've got a lot of Europe, the rest of the world. So, West Africa, the Ashanti people, whoever the fuck they are. Shanti town. <laughs> Ashanti. Oh, sorry. Uh, tell of the tree-dwelling, iron-toothed... I'm, I'm going to get a lot of pronunciation wrong in this. I scene. thought you could. Bear with me. tree-dwelling... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hang on, you know were telling me I couldn't do Jew jokes a minute ago. we got three people with these shithole countries. <laughs> uh, just speaking along with that shithole thing, did you see, because he wanted, Trees could have saying, uh, why can't people from Norway move here? And all the Norwegians said, why would you want to come to your shithole country where there's no healthcare and frequent gun crime? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, shit, that's the, American, that's the American audience gone, lads. Yeah, but... but are you, nah, you guys have a sense of humour at this point. You know he's a cock. If you're yeah. listening to us, you know Trump's a cock. You must. Yeah. You simply must. I actually genuinely, genuinely feel sorry for you because you had like two shit candidates and the oh, fucking hell. Sadly, the shittest one won, but that's, that's not your fault. That's the rednecks. <laughs> um, you know I used to enjoy listening to them apocalypse boys. <laughs> but that one band just keep on insulting me. <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably carry on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Hillary. And the evangelicals think that... I've probably, probably got the Christian equivalent of a fatwa on me, yeah, by the way. They actually believe that Trump was appointed by God. I know. So I'm, you're I'm, going against God, mate. You're going to end up with a NASA fatwa against <laughs> I'm not, I like NASA. A flat earth fatwa. <laughs> probably as well, yeah. Here's a NASA shilling. Uh, <laughs> and the Jamaicans really don't like me very much either. <laughs> He's slagging off their music. <laughs> Oh man, I'm not making many friends. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're not here to make friends. We're here to cut through the bullet and post through the apocalypse. Boys like the Facebook boys page. in the apocalypse. And let's be frank, we're also here to drink beer and get fucking drunk. That's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, on an offshoot, on a podcast page that we follow, somebody asked the question: Do you drink during podcasts? I don't know if you saw my. Yeah, did. And I wrote one that basically said, "Oh yeah, we get absolutely fucked." And I was like. I've got no idea what it does to the quality of our podcast, but we have a fucking good time doing it. And if you listen, you'll hear. And I then copied and pasted the latest episode. Yeah. Fucker deleted my comment. So I wrote back another comment. And I put, <laughs> um, was my comment deleted because I plugged my show at the end? And I put, this is a support page, right? And then I said, oh, was it the drugs reference? You make iTunes look soft. <laughs> the, the guy commented back and he was like, oh, okay, what's your show? And I put the link then. But yeah, he definitely... I thought any comment you make on a podcast support page, surely it's acceptable to then link your show at the bottom of every comment. Yeah, yeah why not? Why you not? Know, just spreading the love, guys. I'll listen to your show. I'll get around to it. Eventually. 
vampires. Vampires. Um, East Africa, you've got the Impundulu. Im, yeah, Impundulu. Impundulu. <laughs> sorry, the Impundulu. And that takes the form of a giant bird. Oh, fuck me. Is it still a vampire? Yeah. Drink your blood, man. Oh, God. Um, Madagascar, you got the, the Ramanga, a living vampire who drinks the blood of nobles only. So it's alright for the common man. He's, uh, get, he's gonna break on that one. Now that's a vampire I could get behind. <laughs> so he's not gonna feast on me. I'd say run for parliament, but. <laughs> he likes blue blood, does he? Yeah, he likes blue blood. He might like yours, Mr. Rare Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm descended from a line of Viking kings, Gareth. <laughs> Don't use Rare Blood then! Abort! Abort! <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Americas, uh, the Caribbean Islands, you've got the Lugaru and the Sukoyant. Interesting. Both of them. Oh, Sue, you, you. probably will now. <laughs> Maybe. That's the irony of it. No. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. you got the um, South America. You got in Chile. You got the the Puichen, which is the and also the chupacabra. Is that Mexico? It's South America, really. The chupacabra. Yeah, I should say. Wow. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. I'm allowed to make jokes. They're all rapists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some of them are good people. <laughs> I'm not a chumps. Oh, I do not stand by my my mm. colleagues' comments. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually one of the most liberal people you'll ever meet. Until he put a microphone, a microphone and some sort of comfort in him. Uh, Full-blown um, chump supporter. <laughs> um, as the Aztecs had vampire myths. They had the... Uh, the Oh, Aztecs. Aztec pronunciation. Give me a second. Okay. It's the end of the bit. The Kihu... Kiateto. Kiateto. Kiateto, whatever. Close enough. Go and... As we always say, listen, you're the fat checker, you go and pronounce it how you exactly. want. Go and read the page and tell me how, uh, how you pronounce it. Um, in Asia, in Japan, you've got the um, Nekukubi. Oh, Nekukubi. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, you know what? I tried so hard not to do that as I said it, and then you said <laughs> I felt it had to be said. It did. it did. And I was like, no, Ben, I'm going to be... Just say it as it is. Uh, <laughs> um, you're not the next one, then. In the Philippines, Malaysia, and Indonesia, you got the Aswang. <laughs> oh, no. Beaten by the Aswang. <laughs> uh, in China, you got the uh, Jiangxi. Hang on, it's Aswang, the Taiwanese Aswad tribute band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They saw a sign. And that's Ace of Base. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they were actually Nazis. Shine like a star that's was that as well, wasn't it? Shine, shine like yeah. a star. Uh, Shining so What did bright. you just say? Ace of Base were Nazis. Yeah. Hang on, we can't skip over that. <laughs> no, we can't, actually. Go on, Mike. Yeah, apparently, they were, Nazis. <laughs> they were Nazis and some of their lyrics mm-hmm. are pro-Nazi. I saw the sign. The sign, the swastika. It opened up your eyes and said, "Come on." No, uh, I, I banged your mum. She opened up her legs and said, "Come on." Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> <back to laughs> the We did it on the landing. Did it on the landing, yeah. Uh, what was their other big hit? 
They had two, I think, at least. Oh, God. all that she wants. Oh, oh that she yeah. wants. Here's another baby. Oh, is that about the Nazi Antichrist. baby factories? Yeah. Oh, Antichrist, sorry. No, Rose, yeah, Rose was baby. Could be that. That's a fucked up film. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, way to bring it down, Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> Fuck, that's a horrible film. Not, Rose, <laughs> not Rosemary West's Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, we all know where she is. <laughs> She's dead yet? She's probably under the patio. Oh, Rose, <laughs> oh, Rose West, I thought you meant a baby. She what? She was on... Uh, a baby probably she... sells patio furniture. <laughs> Oh, imagine if one of the West kids was a patio layer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't oh. buy any of them. <laughs> you don't know, name my patio, you fucking freak. Oh, there's a future episode of the West. <laughs> oh, you want to? Oh man, that was for some some fucked up shit. <laughs> West patio services, a name you can trust. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. oh, what's happened this episode? I don't know. <laughs> Syn- synonymous with patio since the 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lay him so well, no one will ever find the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh. No. Right, let's go to vampires. <laughs> uh, Please. <laughs> Potential if we have of... any listeners left at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's been a doozy, really. There's some really it? disappointed goths out there who are like, oh, I hope they take... Finally, somebody's going to take the subject of vampirism seriously and provide a well-balanced and well-researched... And look at the length of this podcast. It must be really in-depth. Well, fuck you, Timothy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm also twat. guessing by that impression his name's Tarquin. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name's Tarquin. I'm a vampire lifestyler. Um, my teeth cost twenty thousand pounds, <laughs> paid for by mummy. Uh, 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 I, I still uh, want to stake you in the hole. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen these people exist. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Let's just go to the origins of what it could have been, and then we will move on to Gaz's stuff yes. and uh, the, the vampires in pop culture. I've got some real life vampires too. So, um, go with the origins: superstition, mass hysteria, premature burial. We're always sure they were dead. Yeah. Um, you know, let's face it, in your real average village, mm. if you just have a really long kip, please bury it. Early ignorance of decomposition. This ties in with the bloated, ruddy appearance and blood in the mouth and obviously over the face. And then contagion, unknown diseases at the time, such as rabies. Mm. And that's it. That's, that's what I got on the on the history of vampirism. I would definitely put some credence to the fact. Well, it's evidence, isn't it? Clearly, people around these times, uh, various times, definitely thought those bodies were up to something. And this is this goes of the twentieth century. I mean, even the probably the twenty first century. I guess I've heard about it. Whether or not those bodies were getting up to anything, I don't know. But somebody, a lot of people, definitely. Didn't just sort of believe it and think, oh, no, they went to the trouble of, like you say, yeah, cutting legs up, nailing things what down. What happens when suddenly, you know, you're a farmer, your crop's been low for a couple of years or something? Well, oh, yeah, you're going to blame it on something else. You, do, you, you think it. you do everything you, you can. You blame it on the superstition because they didn't understand weather cycles and soil yep. nutrition. Well, that's it, yeah. Oh, yes. And, and, you know, your daughter dies of a... Some weird disease, illness, that you, yeah, yeah and the oh, local witch doctor can't do much. Well, he, this and he, says, much. he says, Oh, something's come back and bitter, yeah, he's draining the blood. Well, this is surgeon at the time, it's more like a, just take the leg off, be all right. Well, they used to do just trepanning, didn't they? <laughs> oh, fucking hell, 
They have people surviving. Yeah, they need a trepanning. <laughs> <laughs> What's a yep. trepanning? When they would literally um, drill holes. It was, it was a, a prehistoric. It's the first actually recorded mm. surgery from like prehistory, uh, prehistoric times, and they would mm. literally drill holes in the skull oh, I knew, yeah, to release evil demons. Yeah, to release, to release pressure. And, but the, yeah. but the, they were the, doing that in fairly. But yeah, yeah they used to do like it caveman in, stuff, yeah. you know. And they used to do it in the Victorian times. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But, um, it, but the point is, that from the earliest ones they found, people mm. survived. Yeah. Because the bone had shown evidence of growing <laughs> yeah. back. But were they like... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Quality of life is unknown in all fairness. Uh, and and we, we know about the people who died of it in Tudor times and all that. Vampirism? No, trepanning. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't because of the, the hole in the head didn't kill them. It was the infection they got from the dirty drill. Oh, oh. that's what fucking took them down. Shit, I thought he was going to say it was their brain dripping. No. <laughs> Actually, it's, 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 it, you can find it. If you got a surgical implant and drill a hole in your head, you'll be fine. And I wouldn't suggest <laughs> it. Mike, have you tried it? I've done self trepanning. Haven't you? It goes with this like, eagle this little time that you try to drill a hole in your head. I'm not worried you, honey. You haven't tried to stop me. And Egon's quite upset about that. He is. Yeah. That would have worked. But well, Mike is our Egon. He is, definitely. Yeah. So in my little b- uh, brief... Well, the original plan, I was going to watch Twilight. <laughs> we nominated get, Gus to watch yeah, Twilight to, because me and Mike couldn't bear to. To get some um, insight <laughs> into the modern-day vampire myth. But my girlfriend and I couldn't find a free version on... Not that I would ever illegally stream a film. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. We're all we're all law-abiding citizens. Uh, of course, of course. We as we couldn't find a free version. Um, fuck me, was I never gonna pay ever <laughs> ever pay to watch? Sorry, God, I do want the show to be good, and I and it would have been a, a quite a funny segment my review of Twilight. But fuck off, I'm not, <laughs> absolutely no chance. So I didn't. So I ended hey, up... you could have gone to the library and borrowed the book. <laughs> <laughs> Speed read it, stayed up all night, ignored my girlfriend. I have to read Twilight, cannot talk. The yeah. whole damn saga, mate. <laughs> oh, that was your assignment. Oh, no, multiple. Whoever was going to answer that, I was going to mock her. <laughs> multiple. So, uh, I ended up just researching... I just did your basic Google vampire search. Not your history. Yeah, and as it turns out... With the whole um, Twilight thing, although they won't like me saying that, the real vampires, you know, because like with anything, there's levels to this, you know, there's real oh, ones and like you know, fakers. There's, there are people called lifestylers. Now, these people, as I, I made a joke about earlier, um, they will have surgically implanted fangs. You know, they're usually called Tarquin. Right, yeah, nothing too over the top like Sabretooth from the X-Men movies. But, you know, something that you will notice when they smile, but, they, you know. So they do kind of like that, in a way. It's nice on some women. It's nice. Like I said my ex-fiancé has them, but hers can come out, I think. She can choose normal teeth. Yeah, you, you want to have a job um, interview with your fangs, would you? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> they do their interview with a vampire. It would literally hey, be an interview it? with a vampire. King of puns! Yeah. Depends. Is that a pun? Yeah, yeah, it's got yeah, a wishy remark. Oh. <laughs> um, depends on if uh, you're applying for a job at a blood bank or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not I can get you more blood. <laughs> but you know, you're the supply. Yeah, a, good point. Uh, that, uh, you're not working here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> There's an opening at the sperm bank. <laughs> Fucked if I'm letting you in my blood vault. I'll go and do an sperm. Hey, Mike, Mike, he's already in there absolutely head to toe. Uh, sorry. But or in the blood bank or the sperm bank. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the blood bank. Thank God for that. 
that Simpsons episode, the trio's a horror, Mr. Burns is a vampire and he buys the blood bank. He's like, oh, I guess I'm very excited about this deal. And he's like, like you've got some blood in your mouth, sir. He's like, oh, sorry, and licks it up. And <laughs> Simpsons' best TV show. Oh, it's ever. a bear, definitely, yeah. I, I, trio's I can a still watch it now and it's still fucking... Yeah, you can work your way back through it and go, you know what? Still shit up. Like it. We're making cigarettes. That's what the noise is, sorry. Um, <coughs> so... There, yeah, there is people called lifestylers, and then they, uh, like I said, they have the fangs in, and they wear the clothing, you know, the sort of black, black long leather, and I like that look. They uh, only go out, you know, at night and things like that. Lifestylers. I think I may, have, I think I may have been a vampire lifestyler when well, I was a you teenager. You might not like my next. Well, you're a teenager, so it's okay. Essentially, poses. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Then yeah. Um, that's where you went through your goth stage. Oh, yeah, went through my goth phase. Cheer up, goth. And then um, <laughs> it's my favourite T-shirt of all time. <laughs> it's so simple, so lovely. And then there are these geezers and girls called Sanguine. Sanguine. Sanguinarian. Ooh. Sanguinarius. Sanguinous. Sang- well, he was a well, 40k reference. The Blood, uh, blood Angels Primarch. Yeah, uh-huh. the angel. And like you told me earlier, Sang is... Latin for blood, is it not? It is because I'm classically educated. Well done. Um, we went to the same school, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing classic about it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I researched the classics at night, not at school. Was it by candlelight? It was. In the book depository. <laughs> In a book depository, writing with a quill, my friend. <laughs> uh, so, these sanguinous people, they actually drink blood. And, and I watched a few interviews, you can see them all on YouTube, and there's been a few news reports that I found in America because it's on the rise, apparently. And can I just ask, is that human blood? Human blood. Genuine, yeah. uh, I assume it's been AIDS tested. Well, that's the thing what I found utterly hilarious. Was this guy talking about the massive health benefits of this vampire, and then stressing very heavily immediately after saying that, I cannot stress this enough, he says, how fucking dangerous this is. You must get the blood checked. Um, it must be from a safe, reliable source. Like, yeah. Oh, healthy, is it? You'd be fucked if you're off of the video and you're drinking some fucking blood. <laughs> you get to have it. It was really helping. Uh, you should have said the check bit first. Uh, oh. There's a dead hooker in the corner. <laughs> the, so, de- yeah. the dead meth-addled hooker in the corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found these people, I didn't watch much of them because as you can imagine, these are the sort of people I would have wanted to punch in the face I don't advocate violence, but there's certain people I'm just like, oh fuck off yeah, and there was a couple a couple who drank each other's blood and I will say to you and the listener, I might have to fill them in our local rock venue in our town is called the Haygate and I'll say to you, these two look like the worst pair of Haygate corner dwelling fucking pale skin, red eyed fucking albino freaks no offence um, <laughs> and they drink each other's blood and I was like oh of course they do of course they do and apparently I mean each to their own I know I sound like a judgmental prick at the moment but I found them to be a little pretentious shall we say and I find myself on the interwebs here because um, I couldn't I couldn't watch too many of these interviews they're on there I mean we could play one at the end if you want we've got it all plugged in for the listener Dried. But, um, okay, I have found 
Actually, can I, if while you're looking for that, I'll give you a name of um, a couple of uh, serial killers like that. Or a couple of killers, vampiric killers. Okay. If you like, while you're looking for that. Daniela, Daniel and Manuela Ruda. In 2001, this German couple married Daniel's co-worker and friend, stabbing him 66 times, hitting him with a hammer, drinking his blood. Afterwards, they had sex in Manuela's coffin. They oh. claimed to have acted on the devil's orders. I very much did that. And said they chose their victim, named Frank Hackett, age 33, because he was so funny he would be a perfect court gesture for Satan. And he was 33? He was 33, and they stabbed him 66 times. Ooh, there we go, numerology. Oh, yeah. During their trial, they acted... <laughs> Cockology. During their trial, they acted completely without remorse, threatening witnesses and flashing satanic symbols. Daniel Ruder was committed for 15 years and his wife for 13. And they, and I'll, I'll show you guys a picture, and you can viewers at home can look them, uh, listeners at home can look them up. But there they are. Would you say they're um, lifestyley, vampiric, gothy type people? Yeah. They look like they're a German techno band. <laughs> they do actually. <laughs> yeah, they really do because she's got a leather bra on. <laughs> yeah. You don't see leather bras much outside of fetish or techno, in all fairness. No, it's very true. Well, what a pair of Lovely little yeah, fuckers. That's just a taste of what's to come later. Well, oh, well, they're probably members of this uh, sanguinarius dot org. It's dot org, so wow, gotta take it seriously. Sanguinarius does not deal with fiction. I'm reading from the website now. This is a website for these people. Sanguinarius does not deal with fiction, folklore, or role-playing games. Right. If that is what you're looking for, then you'll need to look elsewhere. I have nothing against role-playing, but if you are a vampire in role-playing persona only, please do not waste my time and yours. Trying to convince me that you are really a vampire. I may be a sucker, but I'm not a sucker. Oh. <laughs> he gets the crown. Uh -huh. no, no, that's no. not a... I didn't write shit. that. No, I know. Yeah, the guy. He's no, I'm not giving it to him. That's shit. He's not getting it. Uh, you can't so, vampire and sucker. I mean, come on. It's, it's not, he's, he's not stretching the imagination there. He says, I don't have anything against... No, but against... it was so bad that it... You know, it, hey, my, pun was, my pun was genius. Uh, <laughs> I forget what it was now, but it was genius. Sorry, okay, guys. Here we go. Sanguinarius, the vampire support page, is a site designed for those who are or may be blood drinkers, psychic vampires, energy vampires, and vampires. Vampire lifestylers. Brackets. It is here in order to give support and guidance to those who have no one else to turn to. It is here to show people that vampires are and are not. It is here so that individuals who display vampiric tendencies can know that they are not alone. It is here that I hope to tear down all the false ideas about real-life vampires. I can imagine a support group of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. When you live to walk in, just open the curtain. <laughs> ah! <laughs> well, they don't even eat at night. When they rise from their coffin. Let's put on a searchlight. Um, I was just trying to think of that couple having sex in the coffin and thinking, wow, that would have been really cramped. So <laughs> should we find out if this uh, website allows us to get where we can find blood from? Uh, Let's have a look. It's uh, no AIDS, oh, AIDS victims' blood, though, well, or AIDS, AIDS oh, sufferers' there's, blood. There's or? a section called Vampire Support. Oh, wow. Hello, Vampire Support. <laughs> Can't look out the door, is this, sir? What we'll do is get a broom. Get a broom. Hold it. You know, the, the, the brush head. Hold that end in your hand. Use a stale, that's right. And then and then knock it off the raw step. Knock it away from you. Yeah, you got that? Are you in? You've been invited. Oh, you can't go in until you've been invited. <laughs> tell, them you, tell them you've got pizza. 
Oh, yeah, oh, right, great. Okay, yeah, you in? Yep, yeah, all right. No, Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah. Oh, garlic, 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 bread with this pizza. <laughs> get out of there, man, get out of there. Yeah, get out. Garlic bread. <laughs> oh, man. Tech support with vampires. Yeah, Have you tried man. turning it off and on and off again at night? Uh, <laughs> I can't, it won't load. This is rubbish. Your website's rubbishsanguinarius.org. What was his name again? Do you have a name? Oh, I can't see who makes the page. I'm trying to get on. Tarquin. Okay. Vampire support. I just clicked on it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't like the noise. The Advanced Bone Wits Cult Danger Evaluation f- Frame. Okay. Uh, can you repeat that? Yeah. <laughs> the Advanced Bone Wits Cult Danger Evaluation Frame. Bone Wits? Yeah. What's a bone wit? I don't know. I think it's a name. Um, events in the last several decades have clearly indicated. a funny bone. Just how dangerous some religious and secular <laughs> groups can be. Oh, Underappreciated here. <laughs> Sorry, I was wondering what did you say? He's in, he's in bone witch and he's just like the funny bone. Now I get it. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. All right, you know what? I'll, I'll pass because I can't remember my original pun. I'll pass you the crumb hey. for that one. Bone wit, funny bone. Yeah, all right, yeah, okay. I like it. Clever. Sorry, guys. Is. <laughs> <laughs> If you can, if you I've can see him, him so much if, that pun. <laughs> if you can see Gaz, uh, listeners, then um, he's just looking at his phone and shaking his head as he reads the article before he well, reads it to us, so we can all shake our heads. No, what I'm shaking my head at, what I really should have done, and if I had any respect for my listeners, which you do, my of course, co-hosts or this podcast, maybe not for us, I would have read all this and written it down and planned it out. And it would have been a lot better and more interesting to listen to than this. But this is a massive, chunky website full of... These fuck, they're out there. It's okay. very flowery language. I don't need the fucking purple prose <laughs> bastard arsehole website to read. I can just tell you from my research, there are people out there called sanguine vampires who get blood from other people and fucking drink it and believe this gives them some health benefit. But there are also absolutely mentally unwell people out there who claim to be woken and don't think that they age and you know same as anyone who claims to be anything you know like the alien abductees you know attention seeking fucking weirdos and that's my (laughs) professional fucking diagnosis (laughs) I've got no idea of the actual fucking benefits to drinking blood maybe we could research that live on air as we speak well I've got the science go on on, Mike and I've been saving it it's a doozy oh go on it's a doozy is is, is this going to prove out that we think these guys are dicks for drinking blood for health reasons it's actually really good for us no it's actually bollocks fantastic (laughs) fantastic because blood science officer Mike when drank is toxic and the more you drink the greater the danger of death Mm. because blood is so rich in iron the body has difficulty excreting it (laughs) too much iron you get an iron overdose it's called hemochromatosis gives you liver damage liver failure and you die so the problem 
of these people, and that's our problem of these people, mm. but these guys who are saying this, mm. it won't matter. They'll be dead in a few years. <laughs> but, yeah. The whole thing will die out. Uh, well, it depends uh, uh, on what you drink, obviously. Yeah, but if these guys are claiming to be the hardcore well, sanguinarians In the they videos, are. they make it look like, as the reporter's talking, it'll cut to a goblet, and, you know, they're making it look as if they're gulping fucking... But by the sounds of it, they're going, they must know this, and they're going, taking a little tiny... Little sip, and then like waltzing about, like I'm a blood drinking demon beast from the other side of hell, fucking normies. You don't understand how wild and off the fucking chain I am. I oh, calm sip. down, Darwin. Sip, <laughs> sip. You fucking punks. Sorry. <laughs> don't like vampires. Fictional ones, real ones. They're all a bit cocky. Sorry. Sorry, mate. Right. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. So. It's toxic. <laughs> blood. Here was some more signs. Right, vampire bats, Yeah. they drink blood, and they can survive because they've got a, a mucous membrane along the intestinal tract. Do, um, do we call them vampire bats because they drink blood, yeah. or do we take the name vampire from No, they drink, they drink blood. They use a thermoception to locate a warm spot on the skin. They pierce the skin with the teeth and then lap up the blood. Mm. The, the saliva of the bat contains anticoagulants. And a 40 gram bat consumed 20 grams of blood in a 20 minute feed. You'd have to notice that that bat was feeding on you for 20 minutes. <laughs> so when you, you wake up and go, oh fuck, there's a bat on my ah, leg. In its saliva, it's. It, it, oh, I didn't put that down. I think it's got like uh, antiseptics. So I think it, like it numbs, well, the, numbs the area so you can't feel it. Yeah, anticoagulant, which is obviously it stops the blood from clotting. Yeah. So, so they've got like a, a numbing agent in there as well, yeah. so you wouldn't notice. No. So you just wake up and go, fuck me, I heard it. <laughs> unsteady. This, this fat you know, bat's just falling <laughs> off. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure I've had that happen to me after a night out. I'm sure I've been bitten by a vampire bat. And the largest is the Vampirum spectral bat, 190 grams. That's fairly heavy for a bat, isn't it? That's pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty big for a bat. Think of the average bat. And it could consume half its, probably half its blood, half its body and blood. Well, it's 20, 20 grams of blood at least, isn't it? That's, what that's in a 40 gram bat, yeah. 190, you're looking at 95 grams of blood. That's a fair bit. I don't know. I don't. I'm just guessing it is. If you had 95 grams of blood in a, in a jar on a scale, was that I be... wouldn't want 95 grams of my blood. <laughs> well, this is weird in the scales. <laughs> <laughs> this practice of feeding on blood is called hemo. I know I get this wrong. Hematophagy. Yeah. Hematophagy. Yeah. The Tarquin drinking his blood is doing hema, hematoph- hematophagy. Hematophagy. And blood is a fluid uh, tissue rich in nutritious proteins and lipids. It's a fluid tissue. It's a fluid oh, tissue. Because yeah. it does scab up, doesn't it? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, uh, liquid tissue. Many human societies do drink blood. It's and and like I bet, uh, and I know for a fact that you've bought blood before. Well, I, I have my steaks medium rare, so I usually that's actually that's not blood, isn't it? Do you eat? Uh, black pudding. I don't. Me neither. You, you yeah, that's what I was going to say. Black pudding. I've eaten black pudding. You have, haven't you? No, I don't. I tried it once. Didn't like it. Gun to my head. I wouldn't eat it. To our American listeners, black pudding in the UK is not some sort of racially motivated <laughs> hot button topic that we can't touch. It's actually. Uh, it's like a little. It's a pig's fucking scab. It's, it's a scab of pig's blood and fat and some other things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's like a little cake you have with a, with a fried breakfast. And uh, all the, my, the my full father, English, as you may have known it. My father tells it. me it's delicious. Other people I know tell me it's delicious, but the very my knowledge of what it is 
absolutely forbids me from trying it, and that's just a psychological block in my mind. <laughs> I'll eat the flesh. Yeah, the flesh of a pig is fine, but I don't want it's dried blood. No. So what's this yeah. stuff I have in a steak then? Because I always, I always have my medium rare. Right? I like yeah, to it's not mop blood. the, mop the uh, blood up with the chips. Apparently it's not blood. <laughs> it's like a plasma sort of sinew thing. Or something. Right. I'm still stuck on the idea. I think it's amazing. I've never heard it described like that. When you said tissue, fluid tissue. So blood is like liquid flesh. Yeah, I guess it is. Mm. So eventually they'll be able to suck the blood out of people and recreate like the Terminator's living flesh over a, an endoskeleton. Is that a little hint for next week's episode? Oh, yeah. So, no fate but what we make. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I just think that's an we, awesome idea. We eat black pudding, do we? Um, could, so, hang on, can you overdose on black pudding then? I guess so. How oh, is it? Human blood's different, and that's been cooked, so it would have stuff. Might be, might be different. Boil I don't off. know. Mm. But people eat like blood sausages as well. Don't they, they do, yeah, yeah. That's and true. the African Maasai, they mix it with cow's milk and drink it. Cow's blood and oh, milk. The blood sausage sounds like the a Mongols. horrific sex <laughs> position. <laughs> that I don't want to try. Blood sausage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it only works at a specific time of the month. Oh, <laughs> oh you keep that crown. <laughs> There's our final listener going. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. That broke. That broke. <laughs> just heard the click. Oh, goodbye, oh. listener. Damn it, Mike. Bye, horse. <laughs> oh, we're swiftly moving on. The Mongols. The Mongols, you mean? Yeah, the, Not the Mongols. The Mongols. The Mongols. The Mongols. Oh, Mongol with the blood sausage. Oh, dear. Stop it. They used no. to drink blood from horses. Uh, the Scythians in Russia, they drink the blood of the first enemy killed. That's pretty hard. That's pretty hardcore, to be fair. Yeah, so doing that once would be alright, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't drink you all the blood. It, you shared just, it around the whole... Yeah, oh, I mean, you, it, you just had a little bit of a sip. Yeah. You know? Again, it sounds badass, but it's just a, <laughs> a little <laughs> sip, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because it's only it's a, it's a bit of a rite of passage, isn't it? It's like, it's like you know, you're hanging around doing it for a lifestyle. You've got to do it once, and that's it. So you just go, there we oh, go. them Russian soldiers, they drink the blood of their enemies. One fucking sip! Yeah. He's not fucking Vlad the Impaler. Oh, we'll get on to him later. He's... John the Soldier. Well, he's pretty right, sir, sir guy. <laughs> Ivan. Johnsky. <laughs> Johnsky. Ivan. Yeah, Ivan Johnsky. Sorry, but there's been a lot of racially motivated humour on the show today, and I don't know why, but it's been funny. So, back to the blood drinkers of the world, Mike. Yeah, well, that's all I've got. Uh, oh, I've also got the, well, the Christian Holy Communion. Yeah. Mirrors. Mirrors drinking blood, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah of course it does. This is my blood, as they say. That's why I've always said that's freaky. I mean, if you've got a deity... You know, why are you eating his flesh and drinking his blood? Zombie. It's a bit weird, isn't it? It's not something that I want to honour you by drinking your blood and eating your flesh. It's it's not very nice, is it? Well, no, no. So, mm, I would like it bit... if someone was... Cunt- I mean, do you think like, maybe I... Jesus is in complete agony because his flesh is being eaten constantly? Yeah. 
I've shown, I've expressed love through the eating of flesh before, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you are right, Mike. And it's, but what's even weirder than that is that there are grown fucking men and women the world over who, to this day, still... Do they actually believe... I've always wondered this, the Catholics mm. who still... Do you truly believe that is a little magical piece of Christ's no, body? it's meant to represent it. No. Well, they do because it's... No, because God makes it that. Remember, he can do anything. I don't suppose so. Then I always thought it just represented it. It is a representation, but it is you are literally yeah. eating the body of Christ. And drinking his blood. And drinking his blood. And so he must have been loaded 24-7. So technically... Church is fucking Technically, weird. all Catholics are vampires. Hey! Oh, yeah. There's a couple of... Well, probably a billion of them, isn't there? Probably. Then, yeah. They're not lifestylers either. They're sanguine. No, but they do wear black robes. Oh. The priests yeah. do, don't they? That's... Ooh. Why has no one thought of that before? <laughs> well, they do suck out the souls of and, children. And, and all original over the vampires wore, like, mm-hmm. just, just cloths, just robes, simple robes, because, you know, they weren't swanning around in 17th century frocked coats. They didn't have a tailor. They didn't have a tailor, exactly. Just wearing just robes, simple robes. Mm-hmm. They could have been black. Because in that movie, I get confused between Interview the Vampire and... Bram Stoker's Stoker. Uh, <laughs> Not Bram Stoker. That's definitely the porn version. Got, like, and if it isn't, I want to know why. And they got like some Edwardian hair, like. Oh yeah, they got the old curl wigs like, on and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. And talking of Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. Stoker. Stoker. Oh, <laughs> Stoker. <laughs> I'm gonna call a vampire porn star called Bram Stoker. Bang Stoker. Bang Stoker. Oh, keep the crown. Uh, the obsession with drinking blood is called mm. Reinfeldt's syndrome, and it's okay. named after Dracula's human zoophagus follower, R. M. Reinfeldt, in the novel. Well, is what his human zoophagus? It says. What's a zoophagus? I fuck knows. I have no idea. <laughs> I know it's on the, Wikipedia. I just copied it down. The thing is, um, yeah, the biggest sign interesting. Reinhardt, fact in. this Reinhardt syndrome is that the, the desire to drink yeah. blood. Yeah, Reinfeldt. I, yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, and the earliest form of clinical vampirism in psychiatric literature was in 1964. Yeah. Clinical vampirism is that mm. someone compulsively wanting to drink the blood. I can't believe that's the first time we've done that. <laughs> hey. Yeah, two hours in. The blood, the drinks, the blood. Um, right, so what should we go to now? Should we, do, should we do vampire films or say that to the end? Well, if you should... give us some, you go, and we'll finish yeah. it with a light hearted. Well, I've still yeah, got a bit is. of weird sort of science. Oh, go on then. Give some weird, weird science. science. Okay. <laughs> Something called parobiosis. Right. Which means living beside. And it's two living organisms joined together that develop shared physiological systems. And uh, in nature, this is. Like Siamese. Comes up as a conjoined twin. Yeah, as I said, yeah. Siamese twin. But in 1950s, researchers connected old mice to young mice. Right. Uh, the older mice experience rejuvenating effects and live longer, and the younger mice had shorter lifespans. So the old mice gets better. Yeah. Oh my God! Does that mean the reptilians are literally drinking the blood of virgins well, to survive? No, it's not. It's not. It's not um, drinking. Oh, the transfusion. It's, yeah, transfusion. Does that mean like the queen's just consuming well, pumps of virgin it's blood? Well, there are people that believe that 
celebrities of the world have yes. full, it may or may not be true, have full body well, blood transfusion. In an August they, of they 1st. They do do that for drug addiction. Ah, yeah. Uh, they literally drain the blood. Yeah. Keith Richards went to have his blood changed. <laughs> oh, he's probably had it done more than and, once. You know, he did. He, he had it done once. And, it was just, and Lemmy went. Mm. And Lemmy from Motorhead went. And uh, his agent was like, look, you need to see about getting your blood changed. Keith Richards had it done, mm. sorted him out for a bit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Larry went and he had a blood sample taken and the, and the doctor came looked back in and he looked at the chart and he said look if I change your blood you'll die he yeah. said, you've taken so much speed your body literally fucking needs it mm. no, no, no. fuck uh, if you stop taking speed at this point in your life you'll probably die you, you're that used to it god Larry legend bless him and they wouldn't change his blood well well, to keep him alive, obviously. I just imagine, like, yeah. kill him. I yeah. imagine there was no syringe or pipe type material that could have contained Lemmy's blood as he would have burnt through <laughs> all of these things like uh, acid. <laughs> apparently, he still holds the uh, record on the quiz machine in the, the rainbow bar where he used to drink. Well, if any cunt tries beating it, uh, they want fucking bottling. <laughs> no, literally, he would sit there and yeah. just keep ordering Jack and Cokes. And then we, when, when his glass was empty, then we could basically just bring him another one mm. on the quiz machine. And he would say, yeah. if people came on and said, could we have our picture taken with you? He would say, yeah, just let me finish this round. And you, yeah, you can have all my attention, just just let me finish the round. Bless him. Rock and roll lifestyle, yeah. yeah. And he was yeah. just He was in a little flat because it was near that bar. He had the money to live elsewhere, but he, he liked his little flat near the bar. Yeah. In LA. It's a stagger, is it? Is that far? Yeah. Liked his um, liked his Nazis. Liked his Nazi Nazi memorabilia. There's yeah. an important distinction. Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to say he liked it because he liked the look of it, yes. not because he actually agreed with any of it. Which is weird because he's like, there's, you know, he's wearing like literally mm. Waff and SS uniforms. Mm. He's like, no, I don't agree with it. I just really like the look of it, and they were designed by Hugo Boss. Yeah, so there's connotations, isn't they? You know, mm. I do like his explanation. I've heard him sort of explain it. I think it was in that documentary called Lemmy. Uh, that they were the last big regime of uh, who were opulent and you know like all the golden eagles and all that kind of. Yeah, they never show. He's into all that, but I get what you're saying, Mike. Too though, that can you collect it without it meaning? Can you dis? He mm. obviously could. He could disassociate. Oh, collecting is one thing, but, but going around wearing gonna, it. Yeah, it's always going to mean public. what it means. I actually genuinely saw him in Waffenesses uniform riding a Panzer IV. Oh, yeah, he yeah. owned one. Didn't yeah, he? I, he may, I, did, I definitely saw him. He'd yeah. gone to some guy in this in the yeah. documentary, and yeah. in this guy had restored this. I think it might have been a Tiger tank actually, mm. uh, Panzer V, mm. and um, and he was like stood in the turret, you know, half mm. his body out. With his Waffen uniform, Waffen SS uniform on, or this oh. guy's driving the tank, and he's just like there, looking like stately as fuck in a way, yeah. like that, and to put on the pose, and it's like, oh, yeah, but he's still driving a tiger wearing Waffen SS uniform. Well, I suppose if he if he was dressed as Napoleon, would people be as? Well, that's that's, that's a good point. But then again, if Napoleon didn't if try it, and but, gas a whole but then race if, of people. But if he was wearing British uniform, we've 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 oh, yeah. we've done some terrible things in the you, past. You so if he was wearing British uniform, we'd have applauded yeah, him. We'd have oh, great stuff, Levy. Well, if you put on your what's that military hat you've got? Beret. No, the other one. A pith. A pith and you go down to South Africa. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have the same dilemma during Iron Driving Maiden. around in a... In a pith helmet. Yeah. I'd imagine I'd probably be shot fairly uh, well, quickly. When Maiden <laughs> play the song The Trooper, yeah. Bruce goes and puts on a red coat. Yeah, he comes yeah. out and waves the Union Jack about. 
And I have a few times thought, like, well, it looks cool, but it's also a bit, ooh. Yeah, it's, it, it, you know, we did a, yeah, killed a lot of people yeah, like that, didn't yeah. we? But we it's like, it's, it's, it's not about that so much. Is it? Nah, he's celebrating the military. What do you do? He's, 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 he's celebrating the, the charge the Brigade, which, which song, the song yes, explains. And, yeah, but he wouldn't go to the Crimea and do it, would he? I bet he has. Possibly. Puts on his red coat. Well, apparently, that was the only rule, the only... They played in China for the first time, and I heard an interview I made. And the only thing they had to change throughout the entire set, because they were a bit worried because the government are very hands-on, the only thing they had to change was what we were just talking about, no flag-waving. So during, Any other flag-waving yeah. wave. If you'd have, if you'd have said, well, how about I change the lyrics of the trooper to some glorious Chinese battle? Yeah, and waved a red Chinese flag. they have probably gone for it. Yeah. No waving of the flags. I can, yeah. I can see that for them, yeah. Mm-hmm. But surely the amount of merch... Were the merchandise though? Because they, they sell a lot of uh, They probably stuff. kept the T-shirts with the, with the, the trooper Jack on it yeah. in the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, even like the West Ham, the iron shirts, I mean, would that mm. be permitted? Because it's... They think football's universal, isn't it? So it's... Mm. Yeah, because loads of players go to China, don't they? So yeah, that would be all right. But... Uh, we love you, China. Yeah, you're all right, John. I'm like, okay, you've got some strange rules. But actually, you know, I feel a bit of a despot. Really. <laughs> it's terrible. He's gone from liking China now to call him despot. <laughs> in just in one sentence. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about the... Um, the piers yeah, kicked in. I was thinking about the apple factory. As I said it, I thought about the apple factory in China where they put the suicide nets up because people were working like 16 oh, hours shifts. Oh, and like suicide was the, the greatest... But basically, people were just jumping off the roof and dying. So instead of and giving them better pay and better conditions, they put up suicide nets. Well, hands and up if you own an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. I do. Yeah, you're I part do. of the problem, I then. Am. I am. But they make such dumb phones. Have, yeah. Oh, you're part of the problem too. Look at me with my Android. Yeah, your Samsung, which is made in China for any worse, the same yeah. conditions. Hey, nobody jumped off a building. Yeah. All that happened you don't to know make that. my phone is a lot of <laughs> African children went down some mines at gunpoint to get some minerals. <laughs> but nobody jumped off a building. I'm way more moral than you guys. <laughs> for us, it's an added bonus. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be so pissed off if you landed on a suicide net. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck you. And also, how that, dare you take away my right to end it all? And also, there's that story about how they wanted the Chinese government wanted to build a dam, and um, um, the, the residents got up in arms because there's a dolphin living in the lake. <laughs> so to get around the problem, they just shot the dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 while I admire the practical thinking, <laughs> at the same time I'm horrified by it. Uh, it's just like, well, yeah, that's yeah. There was, there was a dolphin, you mean? I'm not laughing at the death <laughs> no, of the dolphin. I'm no, that's a, I'm not. The, it's the it's horrible, brutal. Um, they, they've really got a marksman. way of think, dealing no, with but it. Think about it. You, you're either luring that dolphin to the shore or some marksman sat on the back of a truck waiting for him to jump at the water <laughs> taking the shot. I don't know which one I'm more impressed by. If, if, oh. if he's taking a shot, it's a fucking good shot. But, oh, dolphin. Should poor we, dolphin. Back to the mice. Back to the mice. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That was a 20-minute <laughs> We're at <Okay>. China. <laughs> I mean, this is in China. I don't think we've Japan. had one yet. They haven't got Japan. the fucking internet, oh, the, the, Ben. <laughs> oh, the Japanese will love that bit. Yeah. That bit. <laughs> We're big in uh, Japan, literally. Sorry. I'm quite tall. Yeah. Sorry. So, stop with the racism, guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Mike's ideas for this podcast when he started. We're going to cut through the bull. We're going to get to the bottom of these ideas. We're going to spread some liberal intelligence and just, just making shit racist jokes. Well, I, I, on a vampire podcast. <laughs> oh. Oh, all right. Let's be yeah. serious and and, 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 and sciencey guys, all right? Yeah. Just keep no it more, in check. No more ching chong Chinamen. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Fuck's sake, I need that bit out. No, no way. No way. Uh, it's from inside number nine. <laughs> oh, no. Say that again loudly into the microphone, please. What was that from, Mike? Say it again loudly into the microphone. I was watching microphone. inside number nine last night. <laughs> right. And and it, was a, it was a, called in, it's called Bernie Clifton's dressing room. The episode. And like old, old comics called Cheese and Crackers from the seventies. Right. And say what they said on on British television, so we don't get into any trouble. On British television. The one guy said uh, he was doing a Chinese impression. And he said, we can't do that anymore. It's considered racist. And the other guy says, what, you mean we can't do Ching Chong Chinaman? <laughs> Which is one of his acts. All right, okay. So we cleared that up. We're free of resolved of any potential accusations because I can only handle so many people saying stuff at us in a week. Oh. <laughs> right, Especially- that's it. We're drawing a line under the... The racism. Yes. The racism. <laughs> Casual racism, at least. Um, we'll go back to the mice. We'll go back to the mice. Right. In 2014, USCF. USCF? The, yeah, the University of San Francisco, California. Oh. oh, they're pretty big. And Stanford scientists injected old mice with young mouse blood, uh, blood plasma. In three weeks, they received eight blood plasma injections. They exhibited better memory... Strengthen and rejuvenated muscles, repaired DNA, muscle fibres and cell structures. Grip strength was improved. They could run for longer and the, reduce the risk of heart failure. So in mice... So in mice, if you inject old mice with young mice blood, they basically uh, display the attributes of, of getting younger. So Mr Burns is on something? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure the super rich do this. It also wouldn't surprise me. Oh, and it also stimulate the production of new nerve cells and improve the sense of their smell. Well. Yeah. And in 2016 in Monterey, California, there's a two-year human trial to evaluate the beneficial effects of plasma in- injections from 16 to 25-year-old blood by a company called Ambrosia, and that's happening now. Isn't that a bit fucked up? Though? <laughs> I mean, like, like so. The, basically, the secret is. We, when you're young, you get hooked up to some kind of blood pumping machine, fed into the bodies of the old to keep them going longer, and then as you get older, you get that blood back as it goes on. Well, well, I guess so. Because the next generation will take your place. Sorry to take it down a notch or two, if that's possible. No. <laughs> um, but there are tribes somewhere in the world, I don't want to get this wrong, Africa, parts of maybe, where they ingest the semen of young boys. <laughs> Excuse me? me? In the tribe, trust me. It's very fucked oh, up. Oh, is it weird. to rejuvenate them? But is they it? believe it's not. Well, they do I, say it's good for the skin. I'd like to think it's not. <laughs> they're, they're that's what you tell every girl, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, they, they fucking ingest the, the cum of the young people in the tribe 
uh, the elders do because they believe it's the yeah. I, I see they do it in a, in a bucket and, and they it. drink it. Yeah, that's I, well, I didn't know off. how they. I've never. <laughs> what? They're probably not sucking them off, are they? That's what I'm. <laughs> I don't know, fuck knows, but I heard it on Radio Lab or something like that. that I listened to. Uh, it wasn't a video I was watching, so I could see where somebody's going to get the idea then to think well. The blood of a young person is clearly full of stuff wow. that mine isn't. The, the blood of a young person has got to... Hang on, here's something I've never thought about. Oh, my God. I'm so stupid. So, baby... Are you thinking of drinking a baby's blood? No, no. No, I can't drink it. It's stu- toxic. Oh, 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 having it injected it's into stu- you. Oh, it seems stupid. Well, I've just never thought about this. Hang on, because th- we're learning here. A baby is tiny. I am big. Yeah. But no point in that baby's life does anyone inject any extra blood in it. It's born with all the blood it's ever going to need. No, no, you only get more as you yeah, get you bigger. Yeah, it makes more. Guys, you produce blood, otherwise... Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. when you cut yourself, you only have so many cuts till you die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally death by a hundred cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I was thinking, how does the same amount that's in me? Yeah, it gets diluted somehow. As you get older, and bigger. Oh, as I get, as I get bigger, and I don't feel weaker and weaker. <laughs> oh. Oh, what else you got, Mike? <laughs> Every day's a school day. It certainly is. Well, oh. this whole thing about injecting oh, uh, young blood into it, August the first. 2016, there was an article in Inc.com. For the fucking Tattoo magazine? <laughs> no, INC.com. Oh, <laughs> I, was say. I was thinking the same as you. Well, the tattoo was going to say these are fine. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of it, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, the headline was, Peter Thiel is very, very interested in young people's blood. Who's Peter Thiel? Well, there we go. Peter Thiel is an American entrepreneur and venture... And I put in brackets, vulture capitalism. Oh, <laughs> oh take that, oh, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Have that. Don't like up, you do your Pete. He, eh? he was ranked number four on the Forbes list in 2014, net worth of $2.2 billion. Oh, I'd love to be He's Pete. a conservative libertarian. What's that? What's one of them? Well, he believes in conservative values. So he's a... Rep- but he's fiscally libertarian, so he means no government regulation, so corporations can do what the fuck they want. Oh, so he's like a hardcore oh, Republican yeah. with no morals, yeah. even less morals. Basically. So oil can be dumped into drinking water and yes. stuff like that. That sort of shit. Yeah. He was the first person appointed by Trump into his administration. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Probably because he's uh, backed the Republican Party to the hilt, I imagine. And he founded the oh, Thiel. He's rich as fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, and he founded the Thiel Fellowship, looking into life extension. Oh, well, he fucking would, wouldn't he? Yeah, that kind of bastard wants to live forever. I told Thiel, you, this, super this rich. is this. Yeah, this is it's like, like Dick Cheney's and his fucking third this is heart. Like Mont- Monty Burns, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Thiel spends forty thousand dollars per quarter. Right. To get an infusion of blood from an eighteen-year-old, he's literally leeching life off a young person. Uh, fucking hell! So he's got like a never-ending supply of eighteen-year-olds willing to give up some blood for some for yeah. some hardcore cash. I, I'd give you my blood for forty grand in all fairness, yeah, wouldn't you? At eighteen, yeah. If some old bloke says I want your blood, is forty grand? Not them. Well, well hang on, hang on. Again, me, I'm being very stupid. Do they put some blood back in you? No, you, you just so you make more. No, you make more. 
But but how come then losing all your blood bad? Oh, you can't make it. You got to make it fast. If you slice, I'm with you. I, I'm learning a lot here. Because I, I, um, I believe basically, uh, I, 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 I'm a first aider and I was a trained medic at one point in my life. Um, okay. Not not a very good medic because it was only battlefield trauma, but oh, only you know. Well, no, it's just plugging holes basically. <laughs> super glue basically. Super glue, super glue and plugging holes. Honestly, that's where super glue was invented. Mate, yeah, it was. Yeah. On the battlefields to to super glue people's wounds together. Fantastic. But I can put in an emergency tracheotomy if you ever need me. I to. can do that as well. Just let Keep me your ballpoint pen. I'm asking you now, please let me die. In that situation, <laughs> just make it quicker, if anything. Don't poke things in my neck. Break my neck. <laughs> but basically, if you slice one of the major arteries in your body, you're right. dead in less than eight minutes. Okay. Even with um, pressure, yeah, di- yeah. even direct pressure would only slow you down until... Have you ever right. seen a Hannibal? Yeah, the he slices the female arch in the thigh. He's like, ha ha, you missed. Because he thinks he's going for his balls. Yeah. Mm. He's like, ha ha, you missed. He sat down, and then like within seconds, he's dead. Well, he's certainly dead because it is. I mean, it will, it will spray eight feet onto the walls. It is pumping out of you at a colossal rate until eventually your heart rate drops and the lack of pressure in your body. Mm. But yeah, it's literally minutes. You slice a major artery, and you are even with well, direct pressure will slow it down until. Actually, the only thing to do is apply a tourniquet. But over the which means you lose the limb. So to, just to conclude my science lesson of the day, over the years I've cut myself. Oh, that sounds bad. Not <laughs> I'm a clumsy drunk fuck. Okay, not a self harmer. I am literally plastered in scars, cuts. I have one on my knuckle right now. All that blood I've lost over the years has slowly been replaced. Yeah, matter of days. I was probably. Guys, you're only about seven years old. Oh, I, I know this. The things have everything's um, renewed over yeah. seven years. All your cells have renewed, so you're no longer the person you were seven years ago. So this dick didn't fuck that horrible cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fucked a cow. <laughs> it, it was a manatee. He thought it was a, it was a <laughs> real <man>. sea cow. On <laughs> the subject of bestiality. Um, <laughs> okay. I was looking at a sheep the other day. All right. And uh, this shows you where my obsessions lie. I am half Welsh, and I was in a traffic, like temporary traffic lights out in the countryside. Does this end up with you having your nope. hot balls against a woolly bar? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did invent Vel- Velcro gloves for a reason. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's not going to be as funny as shagging one, I'm afraid. But I, this is generally my thought process. Is I was looking at a sheep in, while I was sat there waiting for the traffic lights to change. And I was with a hard at, on? No, a semi. <laughs> He's only half Welsh, remember? And I was looking at the, the sort of structure of the back of a sheep, the neck to shoulders sort of area of a sheep. Right. And the thought occurred to me that I think a sheep could take a pretty good looking, safe, belly to back suplex. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want to call it, mate? Because yeah. it's got the low... How fucked up would that be? You're driving along with the country road, just this guy running to a field, suplex a sheep. Is it, I, so then I think I can get booked on wrestling shows as, and now for the halftime entertainment, the great Gaz is going to wrestle a sheep and I will train a sheep to take belly-to-back suplexes and other 
basic wrestling moves, and I think I could earn a pretty penny. <laughs> I think and then, of I... course, when we get to the dressing room afterwards, I'll bang the fucking shit <laughs> out of it. <laughs> I once saw a sheep die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I oh, know, it's fucking Captain brutal. Captain Bring Down once again. Mike, I'm going to tell you about some vi- bum- vampires, vampire serial killers. I was <laughs> here, I saw a sheep die. Driving, <laughs> driving past it. Uh... And you just hit I it. Saw, I saw the light fade its eyes. Well, it did have to drop over the roof of the car. its final rattling breath. I have to finish it off with a spade. <laughs> Fucking hell! Lumb shanks that week, though. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. We've just... Obs- we've just- no, 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 let me just tell my story. Hang on, you just... By saying that, Mike, you just lost our American... You just lost our San Francisco audience. Why? Because you're a bit cunning and animal and eating, getting nice, a lot of vegans in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, so no, what? I didn't... Why was it was, No, I was driving past... Well, I wasn't driving because I was drive, but someone else was driving. <laughs> driving in Wales... It was a big sheer cliff face, yeah? Oh, no. There were these two sheep trying to get down the cliff face, yeah? yeah. They were both sort of sliding down and slipping and sliding, and one just went and it went <laughs> right off the fucking edge, man. It must have been about 60 feet, I swear. Oh, Jesus. There was like a, a, like a river or something Fuck down below. Me. And then that one lonely sheep, he, he just trotted down and obviously went to go find his mate, but I imagine he was dead. <laughs> it was probably his wife. I was pretty traumatised, we felt. I was like, no, 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 no. We were sure the male How'd you think the other sheep felt? Barry! <laughs> Remember me! <laughs> I regret nothing! <laughs> right, you know, oh, this, yeah. I'm delirious, pausing. <laughs> How the fuck? Okay, so we'll carry on with the uh, parabiosis. Parabiosis. Which is two living organisms joined together, developing shared physiological systems. And uh, we've got a story from history of someone someone trying this. Okay. Russian novelist and scientist Alexander Bogdanov wrote about parabiosis in his 1908 novel Red Star, in which a socialist hero travels to Mars and discovers that the collectivised Martian population is using blood transfusions to cheat death. Well, actually, it's like a book I want to read. To be fair, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because he was a Marxist, you see, and I, as I'm a crypto Marxist myself, I, I'm he's wearing a beret. He's wearing a red. He's wearing a red beret. Uh, oh, <laughs> crypto fascist, my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crypto fascists. Um, um. Yeah, in, <laughs> ni- <the> dwarf. <laughs> in 1926, he became new head of Soviet Institute for Blood Transfusion Work. This wasn't the dude that um, tried to make the ape. Soldiers, is it? Not that I know of. Yeah, we discussed that, uh, mm. I think, previously, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Bogdanov hoped to bring about a society defined by physiolog- physiological collectivism. Which means... That we'd, not only would we be, we'd, we'd be the same economically, we'd be the same physically. The high oh, mind. So, like, yeah. everybody is equal, literally physically equal. And That's so extreme communism. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Physical communism. Yeah, and this guy was head of a Soviet institute for this shit. No, there's an album name, Physical Communism. Yeah. Biological Communism. Ph- physiological are we, are we releasing co- Collectivism. Under, we, there you go. But are we releasing that under Solar Warden? Or, <laughs> um, was, it, was it Third Eye? Third Eye Garlic. Third Eye Garlic. Hey, they'd be good in this vampire. They, they would, would, actually. You want some third... Uh, 
we got a third eye, you go watch it with psychic vampires then. Yeah, definitely. Fucking psychic vampires. After performing 11 transfusions on himself, he remarked upon the improvement of his eyesight, suspension of balding and other positive... <laughs> Is it suspension of balls then? <laughs> uh, and other positive <laughs> symptoms. His 12th transfusion, however, proved fatal after he used the blood of a student sick with malaria. Well, that's just careless, yeah. though. Yeah. I, I assume he wasn't on purpose. Yeah, but you're sloppy, isn't he? Fucked up. Yeah, I've done this 11 times, be fine. Yeah, Yeah. so that was, that was a guy that was doing it on himself in the 20s in Soviet Russia. In Soviet hey, Russia, Mike, I've got news for you. Men have been doing it on themselves since <laughs> yeah. the dawning of penises. Oh, that Mike is penises with dementia. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's doing it for you right now. <laughs> Again with the cock talk, we can't help it. Um, so give us some I'll give horrific. You some, I've got some horrific. I, I, I could have done about 10 of these, but I, I narrowed okay. it down. So these so, are actual um, people from history. Yeah, vampire, vampiric serial killers. Their true crime. Um, Fritz Harmon, the vampire of Hanover. Mm. It's always with the Fritzes. Yeah. Believed to be responsible for at least 27 murders, but only ever convicted for 24. Okay. From 1898 to 1924, he raped, murdered and butchered at least 27 youths, killed them by biting through their throats and reportedly sold their flesh in the black market. Okay. So this is yeah, but remember this is Weimar the Weimar Republic at this point. I don't Germany. care if it's and, a fucking and was there a, a starvation. Yeah, it was it was really tight. I mean, people oh, shit, were literally yeah. wheeling wheelbarrows of money down to the bakers and coming mm. back with a loaf of bread. Were people inflation was so people like sawdust hyperinflation. Hyperinflation. So yeah, so any black market meat, you ain't gonna fucking question it. Well, mm. they did actually Stalingrad the the dead, didn't they? They did, yeah. That's true. There's reports of cannibalism. His last words before the guillotine uh, was, "I repent, but I do not fear death." And his head was preserved. They study his brain because he was basically such a sociopath. Uh, he had a, uh, mm. Before he started doing all this, he um, basically was a child molester and petty thief. That was a nice guy then. Yeah, he, he's, he's not a guy to work. Uh, he was just basically a twat. So he was like a Fagan? In a way. A vampiric, um, murderous Fagan. Fagan. Yeah. His, his head was preserved in a jar and brain was studied. And it's still in a Einstein's university in Germany. brain was studied as well. Was it? Sliced into really thin slices. That's terrible. Um, Aren't there bits of it missing? Somebody nicked I heard bits that, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Who's got Einstein's brain? There's a podcast. Hey. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Tasumi Migazaki uh, was active between 1988 and 89 in Japan. Uh, he was the little girl killer. Killed and mutilated four girls, molested the corpses, <laughs> drank the blood and ate the hands of one of the victims, and then he sent letters to the families. Ate the hands? Yeah. That just sounds so bad. And he it? sent letters to the victims' families telling them what he'd done. Oh, um, he, was ex- that- he was executed, yeah. uh, he never repented, he was executed in 2008. And. Um, if you mention his name in Japan, you'll get like forcibly ejected from wherever you are. Oh, and then you get his name brings utter disgust and contempt in their how, society. 
Sorry, how do they execute people in Japan? Uh, is I, it with a sword? I think it was the gas. I think it was um, the gas yeah. chamber. Sadly, That's going to be painful though, isn't it? Gassing. Yeah, I, 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 I don't out. know. They said he was. I didn't. Read, I didn't say what he'd been executed for. No. How he was executed, mm. but I'm presuming Japan. I'd like it to be a. No, I wouldn't want it to be a sword. It's too quick. Bit too quick. Yeah. Eating the Hanzo. Mm. No, but how about you know That's the way creepy. the honourable way and molested the corpses. Mm. You That's know, wrong. I don't know what it's called, but there's a name for it. But in Japan, the honourable way of committing suicide uh, with a sword in the belly. That's so, got to be a slow way to die. Well, it? no, it's not because you do seppuku mm. and you stab yourself in the stomach and you immediately lean forward and your oh. guy cuts your head off because you've. You've basically you've started it. You've started it. Right. So you've shown the intent. Yeah. This is not fixable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very slow death, and mm. and then you because you say you automatically lean forward and. But it'd been nice if they pop. just basically pinned him against the wall, and stuck it in his stomach, and nobody did the head chopping bit, and he just. Yeah. Died that way. Yeah, that would have been. That would have been nice. Yeah. Death's too good for a minute. I know it's satisfying. Like, fuck this fucker doesn't deserve to be alive, but. God, isn't it more? Isn't it more justice for them to rot forever till they die? I'd rather see him dead. Uh, I don't know, but it's the easy. But way, it's like it? in, a, in a painful way, though. <coughs> well, Not like torture, me. but just something mm. a bit, you know. Well, bit no, nasty. I, 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 personally, I, I, I don't want that. I, I wouldn't want to hurt anybody, but. But he's this, that, someone like well, that. I know, I know, but he's obviously mentally ill, isn't he? Well, it doesn't mean that. I know he's done horrible it, things, but he still doesn't justify you doing horrible things unto him because then you're just as bad as him that's why I don't believe in cap- capital punishment well I don't know I used to feel some, sometimes just if however living well they get to live on, on free food and free board and free rent while other people well they're still a human being I know they've done terrible things but yeah but surely that you're always stooped to that uh, that's okay, a moral discussion on, on what mm. this, that's, that's mm. a topic for a whole other time um, Philip Onowacha is um, and I uh, he's at least nine seventeen kills, maybe as high as thirty two. He confessed to Kenyan police that he'd murdered and drank the victim's blood while under the influence of evil spirits. Schizophrenia, probably. Now you come back into the uh, Richard Chase, the Vampire of Sacramento. This is an episode on its own. In all fairness, I've just got the mm. bare bones here. That's California. It bones. is. Uh, you could killed, marry him. He killed. I could. Well, I could perform the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to marry him. He killed six people in a month and cannibalized their remains and drank their blood. He showed signs of drug, alcohol abuse, and psychological problems as a teenager. And he was effectively the McDonald triad: uh, arson, bedwetting, cruelty to uh, animals as a child. Mm. Pretty much means you're gonna be a serial killer at some point in your life, or a spree killer. Why is it called the McDonald trial? Because that's the name of the psychologist that. Oh, uh, yeah. the, 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 it was sponsored and, by McDonald's. And, no. <laughs> oh god, no! He came up with a theory about <laughs> having a big man. Ronald <laughs> was actually a, an FBI criminal profiler. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, and actually, it um, does kind of tie into the Mindhunters show on Netflix, which I advise anyone listen to watch. Mm. It's really good. The interview the serial killers and the parts are played brilliantly. So. He, but he thought Richard Chase thought he was a vampire, and he used to like, he had a, a, a he had basically dead man walking syndrome. It's known as, mm. and he would like buy an orange without eating it. He would hold it was to his a blood chest. orange, maybe, <laughs> hold it to his <laughs> chest, and like absorb no. its its life 
he was very mentally he was a massive drug drug addiction and um he wouldn't put he wouldn't go into a if, if he opened your if he went to your door and tried it it was locked mm. he'd, he'd walk off okay because it's the invited thing and the only if your door was open oh. if your door was unlocked he would see that as an invitation yeah, and I, I won't sneaky. I won't go into the details on this little segment because uh of his last <laughs> victim um, ben just almost fell over the I didn't fall over, but I was completely under control. There was a stumble, it was a stumble. It was a stumble. It was a noticeable stumble. It was a deliberate <laughs> step. I knew I was off balance, I'm and I took pretty, the step. I'm pretty sure you might have heard it on the mics. I was knew I was off balance and took the step. You handled it very great. the grace with a of a classically trained ballerina, Ben. <laughs> I know. It was beautiful. <laughs> Back to the yeah. rapey killing man. Yeah. So, so, he, so he saw the unlocked doors as an invitation. Yeah, sneaky. Yeah. Um, I bet he's the sort of bloke who blames the women victims of rape, isn't he? Oh, well, she was asking for it. Well, oh, the door was open. They were asking for it. Well, he's dead now, doesn't he? <laughs> he was sentenced to death in 79. They found him OD'd in his cell on antidepressants in 1980. <laughs> oh, my God, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's just funny. <laughs> antidepressants are supposed to make you happy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but too many in your death. Well, he'd been given antidepressants <laughs> because he was. Ba- he, they, they knew he was absolutely crazy, Fucking nuts. And they so they he, he would say he was oppressed. So the site, the, the doctor on, in the prison doctor gave him the antidepressants. Well, he didn't realise that he'd been stockpiling them oh. over the course of many uh, months, and then took them all at once. A cunning plan. Yes, for a twat. But overdosing is. I'm no expert, but apparently uh, it's not a good way to go. There's a lot of vomiting. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you get liver failure. Yes, yeah, organs closing down yeah. one by one. It's not as peaceful and nice no. as you'd like to think. So, but he was going to get a death sentence anyway, so um, yeah. he went in a more painful way, argu- well, arguably. Apparently that lethal injection is mm. the right, bitch. Apparently, yeah. Is it really? It's not fast, then? Well, no, they've, had, they've had the first one. The first one is meant to sort of numb you. Right. And there's been a few people that have only ever got to that stage. It's been cancelled at the last minute yeah. for some reason. Fuck. And they've come out and said, that thing feels like your blood is on fire. Oh, shit. The one that's supposed to numb yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you, but you can't move because you're paralysed. It, num- mm. you know, it paralyses you. Yeah. Right. And he's, he's like, your blood, you're in absolute agony. Your blood is on fire. What are these people doing? Yeah, I bet. Is there a humane way? Human way? Humane way? Obviously, you've well, got to take it. Well, the guillotine was considered an ultimate weapon of mercy uh, and execution, the guillotine. It was like it was seen as a quick death. I mean, it literally is mm. just pff, straight. To, no one's ever walked away. No one's ever... No one's ever walked away. <laughs> no one's ever walked away. <laughs> well, let's put it this, no, this way. The, um, uh, the, ac- the, 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 no the axeman can take five chops to get head off. The guillotine does it in one go. Uh, that's true. So it's seen, it's seen as a merciful death, the guillotine. Well, and it was used up to the 80s, like 1980 in France. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that well, that guy in Germany was also actually like guillotine. So. Well, yeah, I don't believe in capitalism. Well, let's go to um, the Countess, Elizabeth Bathory. Um, created a filth album. Um, I thought her. I'd heard her name. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cruelty and the Beast. Isn't she like was, uh, named portrayed in one of Hammer films as well? Possibly, yeah. I'd, um, I used but, to quite like them when I was a kid. But she was a Hungarian countess, uh, 1560 to 1614. Um, accused of torturing and killing hundreds of young women, the number at the trial, of the number, well, the gate, they could kind of prove 650. 
Did you do this or was this like a witch trial sort of thing? No, um, there was. She had four accomplices who rounded up these girls for the oh, usual okay. young girls, virgin girls, and there was like severe beatings, mutilation, cannibalism, amateur bot surgery, sexual abuse. She bathed in the blood allegedly uh, to try and keep herself young. Even her husband got in on it, suggesting ways to to torture these girls. Even like suggesting to to leave them out in the garden with honey on them. Oh, so insects would bite them and stuff like that, and um, yeah, the accomplices were sentenced to death. Um, she, because she was of the Hungarian aristocracy, escaped the death sentence because of the family name and sent to house arrest. So she literally lived in a um, in a wallless, in a windowless room for four years until she died. See, now I think that's better punishment than just killing her. But yeah, she's the, um, yeah. Wow. That makes the Fifty Shades of Grey look like an episode of My Little Pony, effectively. But I think the important thing is with these people, the important distinction is not the vampire element, it's the psychopathic, murderous, serial killer yeah, element. Yeah, but they're known and as... That they just yeah. happen to do a bit of blood drinking along the way, so they get called vampires. That's it, yeah. Eat a bit of flesh, they're cannibals. Um, Pitiful correctness gone mad. <laughs> I don't, well, no. <laughs> oh, man. But you know the people, who, the sort of people that say that in a sarcastic way, political correctness gone mad. They are the people that enforce the political, anyway, that's a different <laughs> rant. That's a whole So, um, guys, um, the main man himself, because it wouldn't be complete without uh, Vlad. Vlad. Vlad the Impaler. Oh. Known by his name for what he did. Which involved taking about an eight foot long stake, sharpened at both ends, one to go in the ground, and a rather more rounded end, to be fair. And that was inserted into your buttocks. Mm. You would then be hoisted up, mm. and that stake would slowly, over the course of a few days, work its way through oh. your anal passage until it effectively um, kind of killed Kebabed you. Kebabed you. That's Kebabed Spanish you. shit, that is. Yeah, well, actually, they couldn't draw blood, so oh, they? Uh, no, that's that they burned and used the rack. Oh, I heard that they put up pokers at your bum. Yeah, but that doesn't burn. <laughs> you can't draw blood. They couldn't draw blood. That was the law of the church. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why they used pokers. So, and whatever they did was immediately cauterized, like with a lightsaber. Oh. This is where episode four ah, that, falls that's a, down. That's a great series. Spanish Inquisition with lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> also terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, um, that would slowly work its way up you until it came out your mouth. Oh. And you would wiggle there and he would sit there in a garden of these fuckers. Oh, these poor geez. bastards. He would drink the blood occasionally. Mm. Not too much because um, he was toxic. Not too much. <laughs> um... Everything in moderation, right? <laughs> Including moderation. And he would sit down and he would eat, surrounded by the cries of the dying. Um, but that is fucking but hardcore he was shit. That metal, is metal, but it's also horrible. Yeah. Is, this is where we get the inspiration for Dracula. This is where Bram Stoke is. Wallachia is part of Transylvania. It is now kind of part of that region of Transylvania. And he was the prince of Wallachia. Um, Dracul is the title of the prince of that region. So oh, Dracul, okay. Dracul, uh, he was Vlad Dracul. Dracul. Uh, and that, because he became Dracula. Um, he actually was Pope-sanctioned at the time. He led the war against the invading Turks who'd come up from Constantinople, if you go to geography. 
He's in the Balkans. He's the Carpathians. The Ottomans. Okay. The Carpathians. Got... That's the guy from Ghostbusters Two. In the ah, Vigo of Carpathia. That's yeah. it. Scourge of Moldovia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey you. Oh. Yeah you. The bimbo with the baby. <laughs> he's the, he's um but from the Balkans. Yeah. Um. So it's that kind of Greece, Albania kind of region. And Wallachia is literally sort of on the edge of where um, Constantinople would have ended that territory from the Byzantines who were the Romans originally. So hang on, I've okay. put my hand up like I'm at school, sir. Vigo the Carpathian was real? Well, the Carpathians were real. The Carpathians were real. real, yeah. Wow. This really, I mean, this is The Carpathian been a mind- Mountains, is it? I think there is, yeah, yeah. And there's Moldova. The fucking bad guy from Ghostbusters yeah. 2 is... They're real, real, and, real and Moldova. Moldova is a country. Yeah. Wow, they're normally made up in films, aren't they? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Well, not all films. You know what I mean? In comics, yeah, it's like yeah. like Doctor Doom's from shit. I'm losing geek points here. Lat Latveria, Latveria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's easy well, to make up, up yeah. Eastern European sounding. Well, countries. you didn't even know Tajikistan existed a couple of weeks ago. No, I did not. So, and I forgot that I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> just reminded me that's, for the second time. That's so. because I think it was on the Christmas episode. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Double cool. bubble. But yeah, seriously, every, this has been a mind blower for me. So the Carpathians. They were a what? Not a race, but a, uh, yeah. a country. A, a country. A, race a, people, a, a Slavic race of people. Yeah. Right. And this sort of is Romania, probably, isn't it? Though? Yeah. This is probably why they get their vampire myths because Vlad was such a bloodthirsty bastard. And so obviously, the, uh, our friend who plays Raymond Stantz, real name escaping me, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, who's very much uh, into his weird shit. Ghost sex. And he's also one of the main screenwriters of the Ghostbusters films. He must have been digging around researching. Bloodthirsty bastards. Yeah, so there's some dark shit going on around there that, that's interesting to the to the more. Well, I can give you a quote from him. Go, go for it. Um, in 1461, because remember he was pope sanctioned. He fought a war against the invading Ottomans, mm-hmm. and yeah, the well, Balkans. I guess like a pope sanctioned. It? The Balkans is like the, 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 the bottleneck of Europe. You're coming from that way. Because you've got a very narrow crossing, and then you're into Eastern Europe. So he's like on the front lines. The Pope sanctioned him and defended him and everything. And um, in 1461, he wrote, I have killed men and women, old and young, 23,844 Turks and Belgians for some reason, (laughs) without counting those whom we burned alive in their homes or whose heads were cut off by our soldiers. Um, So it's a, uh, you know, it's a conservative uh, (laughs) estimate then. Yeah, um, and also he um, he's basically credited with at least uh, forty thousand to one hundred thousand deaths at his hand through torture, skinning, roasting, boiling, and impaling. Oh. And he died literally in a forest of the impaled, which you mentioned earlier. <laughs> am I am I right in thinking as well? And he was pope sanctioned. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have a, a a giant collection of these impaled people outside the city walls? Yep, as well? like thirty thousand Turks. And it was a way of he, he basically prisoner. avoided war just by another army turning up and going. Fuck yeah! That. Basically, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he didn't took... have an army. He could have got killed and lost the fight, but they turned yeah. up, saw that, and I don't blame them. They went, do you know what? Let's go yeah. and have sandwiches. I'll tell you this: like, literally, it was his last fortress, and um, which is Castle Dracul, which is Castle Dracula. It's called right. Castle Dracul, and um, he was like, right, we're fucked. There's a shitload of Turks. He'd taken thirty thousand Turks prisoner in it because he was a bit of a. Um, Almost like a guerrilla, a guerrilla leader. 
He would yes. like he would strike and where they were weakest mm. and pull out and he whittled them down. He managed to take thirty thousand Turks prisoner and he impaled them all in the grounds outside his castle. And when the Turks turned up to fight him, they went, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> I don't blame them. Mental. Fucking mental. Fucking mental. mental. <laughs> so fucking Vlad. He, he, he inspired. He inspired Black. Dracula. He was the myth for Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's where it came Black, from. Black. Dracul is his family name. And yeah. little did he know, it would lead to a bunch of wanky fucking twenty-something teenagers waltzing around Los Angeles at night with their fake fangs in, drinking the blood of. I think he probably approve of the blood drinking. Yeah, but would he approve of the everything else? No, blood. no, because he wanted to declare a holy war against the Turks. <laughs> <laughs> Or the Ottomans, which is offensive to the Turks, but you know. And the Carpathians were real? Yeah. Fuck me. Alright, so let's lighten the mood, because I've gone through my true crime. <laughs> like a bit of true crime. I was slightly turned on by Bathory. I must admit, <laughs> I, must admit to having a but semi. At least it wasn't Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> <laughs> must admit to having a bit of a semi. Um, but yeah, so, um, Gaz, give us the vampire films, mate. Well, um, I did hear. Something um, interesting that I've forgotten, <laughs> which is it shows you why I'm so good at podcasting. But it was um, maybe you can help me remember it. Uh, it. It was along the lines of how vampire films, a lot like zombie films, tend to reflect the fears and thoughts of the current economic, political, socio climate. And all the, the only one I can remember is that in the 90s, Blade came along, late 90s. That was pretty shit up, to be fair. And it's all a bit techno... Yeah, you know, techno, samurai swording, mm. garlic on the edge. But I can't think what any of the other... And I don't know what Twilight says about this jet. Well, I oh, do know what it says. It's very millennial. Yeah, it's very metro. You know, I, I'll give you a good example of millennials in, in our generation. So over mm. Christmas, my internet was down, as I pointed out. You poor bastard. I know. I watched Bright, actually, and you know, I thought it was fucking brilliant. Fuck, yeah. fuck yeah, because the internet thinks it's shit, but yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, love I it. thought it was average and best. Sorry. Okay. But I thought it was great. Did you see the centaur policeman? The half-man, half-horse yes. dude? <laughs> and the dragon at the end flying across the sky? Yes, it yeah. very... Yeah. In, very far away in the background. Yeah. And number two's in production. Apparently so, so yeah. I didn't um, think it was as bad as the critic said, but mm. you know, it was it was decent. Yeah, I like the way that the wand was treated like a nuclear bomb. Yeah, you touch that shit and uh, yeah. explode you know, you explode. Um I've completely forgotten where I was actually. With before I went off. Oh, you were tangent. giving me an example over Christmas, your internet was down. Oh yeah, so millennials. Uh, millennials right. So I watch um I I a go to film. Mm. Uh, something's a fucking wild way a couple of hours. Nothing on T V. I choose Terminator 2. Fuck yeah. Alright? Watch that. Fucking, oh, it's great. And my stepsister is 19. Pitch Perfect 2. Alright? Oh, dear God. I don't even know what that is. I said, well, what's that about? Oh, it's um, like a bunch of teenagers mm. singing. Yeah. And I watched this when I was like 13 in the cinema and I'm like, fuck, this is terrible. Oh, that's her go to film. That's her go to film. Oh. And not with the internet, that's her go to film. Oh, dear. Well,. It's their own, but it's no yeah, fucking yeah. Terminator 2. Yeah, that's it. See, see, at 13, we were watching that. We were yeah. watching She was watching yeah. that. Yeah. You know. Stays with you. It's uh, an interesting one. I. There's your difference in the generations, man. That's, well, that's it. My girlfriend's children... Vlad would have fucking... Vlad and them boys. Vlad Imagine Vlad and them boys. He would not have liked it. They'd be like, do you want to watch Pitch Perfect 2, Vlad? <laughs> it might chill him out. <laughs> uh, I like the singing. <laughs> I, I think he'd have rather watched Terminator 2. <laughs> well... 
uh, my girlfriend's children love Transformers, but the what I didn't know existed. There's a very kiddified toddlers version Transformers no. rescue bots. Oh no! Nah, but hey, if he introduces them to, she knows who Optimus Prime is. Or they, you know. Yeah, but he's probably a fucking ambulance or something. He's a fire engine, I think. Oh, so um, pissing on his memory. Hang on. Um, so they can't. They're too young for the live action chance. You need to watch movie. the '86 movie. You need to get I to watch that. Put it on. Uh, and you did. You put that on with them. Yeah, sat and watched it with them. They they sat and watched the whole thing. Got a little bit bored at some points because they didn't really know who anyone was. They know what to his prime is, but yeah. nobody else. They were yeah. They were non-fussed at the end of it. They didn't hate it, but they weren't like I was looking expecting like some huge revelation, and they were just like. Eh. Yeah. yeah, but it's, it's fucking tragic. I know, but we like it, to Mike's point, your stepsister. What you saw when you were little is always going to be uh, very special. I, I get teary eyed thinking about Otis's death. I know the whole movie, but um, this is a great death. So on the subject of movies, shall yeah. we try? Yeah, let's wrap this up then. We've right. had some death and some. Um, Weird science. Some weird science and, uh, and some massive tangents. Yeah, oh um, yeah. <laughs> as standard. Uh, and I just, it, there, there are a shitload of vampire movies and I'll, I will put my cards on the table and be totally honest with the listener. I fucking, I'm not into vampire fucking films of any description, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I decided I've got a list of um, the top ten worst vampires. The worst vampires in film history. And this is um, from the site Movie Geeks. Uh, before we get into the list, can you think of any that um, worst vampire films that spring to your mind? Um, Dracula two thousand. Wasn't that the um, Wes Craven? Oh right, no, it was, that was that, terrible. You know, as much as I hate to say it, the vampire Les- in Brooklyn, the Leslie Nielsen one, Dracula Dead and Loving It was a bit shit. I, I love see it. that one. Actually. I love Leslie Nielsen. Uh, well, but that film was a bit shit. Yeah, he's on the list. I think we'll get into the list. The number ten, I've not heard of, but it's called. Um, Dracula versus Frankenstein, which sounds like it should be good. It should be good. But apparently yeah. it was made in 1971, and it's uh, essentially a film that ran out of budget. A biker film was mashed together with some extra footage shot for a monster film. It's one of those type... That sounds uh, bloody awful. Yeah. <laughs> those films exist where people patch together really? bits of... Whatever footage they can get, they try and create some form of narrative. Out. It's the one minute they just drive around on the bikes, the next yeah. minute they're in dark woods and vampires. Yeah, they're awful ones. The, the Ninja Terminator. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I've seen that it's on the It's a Simpsons. whole genre of filmmaking, yeah. trust yeah. me. Yeah. Wow. The Ninja Terminator, which is in my DVD collection, sounds like it should be great. It's one of these pasted together films. It's fucking unmatchable. I've watched it <laughs> several times. Uh, number nine, Jim Carrey as Mark Kendall in Once Bitten. Never heard. Never heard that. This is one of his earlier roles, apparently in the eighties, uh, and he's absolutely terrible in it. Apparently, uh, apparently it's quite obvious he doesn't know how he's unsure of himself. He's a new actor, apparently, in this movie. Number eight in eight. <laughs> Tony from Bullseye. Uh, Van Helsing. Which year? I don't. Was this one? That wasn't too bad. That had. Um, Oh, um, fucking Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. yeah. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, yeah. And, and some hot Eastern European yeah, chicks. It wasn't man. great, but I didn't think no, it was, it was that right. bad. I remember watching I mean, it thinking it was... I, seen, you know, I watched that film and thought they ran out of money at the end. Because the CGI at the end was shit. Yeah. There's a Save Frankenstein's monster, didn't they? Hmm. I've never seen it. Yeah. I used to, uh, they were, it's they it's was, a, it was producing... 
Like um, vampires. He, he was. Yeah, but loads of. That's vampires, right. Yeah, he like, needed the monster to conduct the electricity yeah, yeah, or right. something to it, give him life. It was a bit shit. That plot line just sounded terrible. It had one really good set piece yeah. in it when he first turns up in the village and he's like got a repeating, got a repeating yeah. crossbow. I've remember being some kind of cool bits. Yeah, and he's got the long coat and the hat on, and, and then, then the, the hot Transvan- Transylvanian yeah. chick shows up and slays. It's like Underworlds, like the first Underworlds. Yeah. Yeah, then, like, oh, I think I watched the second and third, and they just get worse and worse. I think there's like a fourth now, isn't there? I, oh, I should um, I should clarify while I'm listening to your debate, boys, that uh, <laughs> it's not the worst vampire films. I've just realised these are the worst actual vampires in films. Okay. So not it's not saying that the movie Van Helsing is necessarily shit. Uh, it's saying that the guy who plays Count Dracula in that film. Okay. Yeah, he's not great in all The portrayal of the vampires. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, not great in all So for example, number seven, I don't know this one either, but Angie Everhart as Lilith in the movie Bordello of Blood. Never seen it. Nope. Number six, Dominic Purcell as Drake in Blade Trinity. Now that yeah. is the shitty one. Yeah. Don't think films. I've seen the thing. I have. That's fucking god awful. Mm. Ryan Reynolds, he's got. Do you know what? He's the luckiest man alive. He's tanked so many franchises before they let him. He got one right with Deadpool. Yes, yeah, true. And now he's riding high. Oh, he's got, he to, he's got to do number two yet. Let's see what that is. Let's see what that is. Well, the first one was was wonderful. They're releasing a lot of stuff very Mm. early. Let's see what it is. Because he was in Blade Trinity and he got it. That was crap. Don't forget that fucking god-awful Wolverine movie as well. It's the cat from Red Dwarf in the first one or the third one. A blade? I've no idea. He's in one of the Blade Mm. movies. He has a very small part as a barman or something like that. I think it might be the third one. Yeah, I haven't seen the third one. So, number five is, um, again, (laughs) the film I haven't seen. Kristana Loken... As Rain in the movie Blood Rain. It's on a, oh, so like a she is. game, isn't it? And she was Terminator. Terminator. She's the Terminatrix yeah. in. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. In, in number three, yeah. 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 Oh, right, okay. Okay. Well, and Blood this, Rain was a computer game. Oh, this no was player. directed by um, by Hugh Ball, who is one of the most mm. hated. You ball, sorry. He is, One of the most hated, despised hack directors in the industry. He's, I've seen a couple of his films. I don't think I have. Fucking awful. He, Jason Statham made one of his films. Uh, uh, and it tricked me into watching it because the Stafe is in it. Oh, the um, It's me too, and it's set in olden times. So I was like, ooh, Kung Fu kicks in Robin Hood times. Uh, God, it's fucking shite. What, what, what was it? Um, I can't think of the bloody name. Oh, right. Did okay. he do a film about a necrophilia? Uh, not necrophilia, uh, nymphomania. Possibly. No, I've, I've done it with yeah. his films. Mm. He's awful. Number four. In four. Leslie Nielsen as Count Dracula oh. in Dracula Dead and Loving It. It's a shame. Yeah, it was It was Leslie. trying to be Mel Brooks. It's Mel Brooks' last movie. It was, what was it? Mm. It was very much a Mel Brooks film, but it just wasn't. The magic wasn't there. Is he yeah. dead now, then, Mel Brooks? No, he's not. Sure he I think he's still alive. I've never heard him dying, no. Um, it was, oh, it's his last film to date. Released in 96, so he's Wow. Oh, I Leslie Nielsen. He did the producers, didn't he? The musical. Yeah, but did he actually direct the. Maybe a producer, he wrote it, ironically. The, he definitely wrote the musical, but there was a movie of it, wasn't there? I don't know if he had anything to mm. do with that. It it literally says here his last movie to date. Yeah, I, don't, I think he went, went to Broadway and did the producers. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, he definitely did write that. Uh, so that's what he was doing rather than films. Number three. In three. In three. A liar who I think is a female rapper as Queen. 
Akasha oh. in Queen of the Damned. Yeah, she died tragically in a plane crash and people were really upset about it. So. Oh, dear. Right. Well, apparently she was shit in this film. Whether she's well, because they not. really love that film. Cause, mainly because she's dead, probably, though, to be fair. I've never seen it. Me neither. And two. Eddie Murphy as Maximilian in Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's I think true. I might have seen I that on television. Where's Craven? I think I, I don't know that I got through the whole of it. It was that shit. <laughs> and Bully's special prize in one. The most deserving number one I think I've ever seen without ever having seen the movies. Robert Pattinson uh-huh. as Edward Cullen in Twilight. See, back in my day, vampires suck blood, not cock. If God from rampant racism to homophobia, I did a bit of transphobia earlier. <laughs> I was parodying the Twilight hater in that in that particular little bit there. Very good. So yeah, there you top ten. That's why I gave him a Yorkshire accent. Because, uh, you know, Probably a little bit more notoriously homophobic. I think on that note, let's plug the social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, um, you can like our page on Facebook and please do review. It is Cutting to the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. Our uh, Twitter is at Apocalypse Ball. Please uh, follow that. Mm-hmm. I am um, at Baron Von Carter or Soviet Lovehammer on Twitter. My QR at Kakvan, Kakvan with a K. Yeah, K A C K. Uh, K A C K Van. Gaz is not on Twitter. No, but if you thought anything I said uh, today was really shit and not funny, let me prove you wrong and show you I can be funny by going to www.mechafile.podbean.com and uh, downloading my free ninety-minute professionally produced audio book. Yay! It's a funny book about suicide and robots. That's my plug. Shameless. Nice plug. Thank you. Um, so I will say uh, thank you for listening and, um, you know, stay classy. <laughs> and I will say, free Biff Tannen and see you next time. Well, you'll hear me next time. Peace out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cracking.